And welcome to episode 127 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe, and as always, I'm joined by two delicious funky wonky chunky boys. The first of which being Wib. Say hello. Hello. I'm not sure I count as a, a funky wonky chunky boy. <laughs> what's wrong with not? What's? I'm I mean, more of a sort of spite-filled twiglet. Mm. Yeah, but that doesn't sound as fun. Okay, true. Funky true. wonky yeah. spite. Yeah, it doesn't really Spiteful have the same... Spiteful twig boy. Yeah, no. It doesn't have the same panache. Come on. Yeah, true, Workshopping true. it. Uh, I'm not sure you've got, you've got the, like, commitment to even be spiteful, to be honest. That's... Uh. Actually, that's pretty true. He's too kind of, like, just generally disappointed. Yeah. Generally disappointed be... Twiglet. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fun boy. And Drama Matt. I am joined by Drama Matt as well. How are you doing, Drama Matt? <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. I was stabbed and someone stole my blood again. But, you know, other than that, I'm all good. For a moment, I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and you, like, you didn't, you, I have been asking you every week on a Tuesday evening at 7pm sharp, if you would let me do that to you, and you've always said no, and well, then you just casually throw it out there fair, that someone just did it for you'd you. need a very long spiky thing. I have a very long <laughs> spiky thing, actually. That sounded way worse after I said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, apart from, I, I give blood. Everyone should do it if you feel, you know, physically and mentally able to. It's a I good, can't. It's a thing to do. Yeah, no, there's, there's, there's I'm lots anemic. Of, yeah, there's lots of very, very valid reasons for not doing it, um, which I understand all of. Well, my yeah, valid but, reason for not doing it is that whenever I, I've tried to say, I have do you tried want to my, sign you up multiple times. Yeah, whenever <laughs> I say, do you want my blood? They say, no, we don't need it right now. And I go, okay. No, we don't want your blood. It's shit, bad, terrible. <laughs> But yeah, apart from that, I'm I'm pretty... Well, no, not apart from that. Including that, I'm pretty great. How are you, Snipe? I am functioning within normal parameters. I am getting over a really fucking awful case of tonsillitis. How are you feeling? Jesus Christ. Okay, so I am still having a bit of trouble. And it's been over a week. And, like, it it came on so quick. It was after we saw, like, you you guys, Mm. like, last week. And I was like, oh, no, dear God, don't let me have COVID. And, like, I'm just getting sick, even though it came on really quick, like the flu, which COVID doesn't. But I was still, like, the, the irrational part of my brain was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. That's so bad. Yeah, well, we both got tested, like, as a just-in-case. Yeah, yeah, we both got tested. Yeah. We're both clean. Um, and, well, yeah, I mean, in, in, that, like, in that regard. In that regard. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I am fucking <laughs> filthy in every other, like, mean. But... <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah. Implications? And th- yeah. That was the joke. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so uh, I thought it was the flu. Turns out it was just tonsillitis. I didn't sleep for like four days for Ugh. like more than like a couple of hours because it was, I would, I would fall asleep and even breathing just through my nose, it would dry my, my throat out so bad. I'd wake up choking oh. and that would take, um, I, I got like maybe an hour or two like sleep every good few fucking hours. So I wasn't sleeping, which meant I wasn't healing. And I was using like this throat numbing spray that worked for about five minutes. And then it was full bore. You're, you've swallowed broken glass again. And it was so bad. They gave me anti, not only did they give me antibiotics, 
they gave me basically 500 mils four times a day, which is not to be sniffed at. That's that's kind of nuking like tonsillitis <laughs> from orbit, yeah. which it kind of did. <laughs> and I'm, I've, but I've still got I've, my throat's still a bit sore, and if my voice starts like croaking out and getting a bit rougher than it usually is, that's why. You're not, you're not just putting on a husky voice for the listeners. Why would I ever put on a husky voice for the listeners anyway? This is my voice. You're gonna fucking deal with it. You're suffering enough. <laughs> this this podcast is a big case of uh, you know everyone. You just got to deal with it. Yeah, it's 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 like it's the top S and M podcast. Mm, not sure. It, that's true. It, it is because people. Who are masochists come here to listen, and we enjoy inflicting pain upon their like human tubes in their in their ears. Okay, that, the logic is not entirely yeah, unsound. See, I've shown yeah. my working. Yeah. I've shown my working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, before we get into the podcast proper, I'm fine as well. By the way, are you okay? Yeah. Great, he's fine. Okay. <laughs> I thought Sniper asked you? you. I did. Did you? Uh, yeah, I did. And then you just decided to pick apart my my lexicon. Like an absolute reprobate. Oh. And here I well. am being a <laughs> verbal recidivist. <laughs> we could well, check, how but are we're you not going then? to. No, no, I know I did, because I always go, I always go like, oh, and you know, how are you, Whip? How are you? Say hello. How are you? How, how's your mama? Yeah, that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, she's fine. She's just, just got a camera. That, oh, she's going to start doing all that pornography she starts meaning, she, she's been meaning to do. I, I don't think so. I don't think Maybe so. you should suggest it. Mm. Mm, I can suggest it. On your head be it. Um, do, okay, I'm probably the only person in her life that she would let get away with that. It, just in the way that she would not know what the fuck to say. Yeah, that, and, would just, and she would just leave. Yeah. And we're like, hey! It's like, yeah, that's something she does. Hey, hey Mama Wib, how about, you know, you get you get your fucking bongos out? <laughs> oh, my okay. Can we not? Can we move on? <laughs> <laughs> She's never going to listen to this shit anyway. Ah, she doesn't even know what we do for a living. No. Um, <laughs> so, uh, one thing we do want to mention before we go any further, um, because we feel it would be remiss of us not to mention it, is, um, of course, as many people are aware, um, if the Emperor had a text-to-speech device, the uh, 40k animated fan series um, has decided to go on hiatus. And uh, we just want to say that um, even though the situation all kind of sucks and um, it's sad that they have had to make that decision, we totally understand that is the decision they needed to make. And I uh, just want to say thank you to them for letting all, all three of us um, be a part of their series. And, yeah, I hope the thing, whatever they go on to do next, is good fun as well. Yeah. Well, I know it will be fun, but I hope they have fun doing it. I'm looking I mean? forward to seeing what they come out with next. Yeah. Because they're all, like, incredibly talented people. And it's it's going to be fun to see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, we're not we're not going to harp on it. We're just yeah, just going to move on. Yeah. So um, drumbly bumbly wumbly. Yes. What have you been up to, dearest? I have been up to stuff and also writed down, wrote down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I up to stuff. I, I and wrote I, down I'm what I've done. Down. So that's you, that's okay. progress. I'm learning. Okay. Mm. Have you been learning your two times tables? <laughs> yeah. One that's times actually... two is two. Yes. Two times two is four. 
I, I, I little, actually had to three, pause myself. Three times like, two well. is more than that, and four times must be more. And and two times five is communism. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously. Well, yeah, which is why we should try and achieve it. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to then? I finished Super Hot. Super Hot. Yeah, I did. Is this I the VR to... one? Yeah, the VR one I've been playing. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's so it's good, isn't it? It's very, very good. The, oh, my only criticism is that it's very short. Mm. I know there's yeah, lots really... of, you can you can get into doing the challenge, you know, the challenges and try and do things in as fast as possible in game time and real time or whatever. And there's various other challenges you can do. But yeah, I got to the end. I was like, oh, it's finished. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the original was kind of short as well. It was short. Mm. It had like the replayability mm. and like yeah, the challenges yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. I guess I, I prefer a game to be a little too short than way oh, too yeah, I mean, long. Yeah, leave, leave them, leave you wanting more. I mean, or yeah, that, exactly. So. They yeah. actually, um, I don't know if they've done this for the regular one, but for the VR version, they actually like a, not long ago uh, rem- like made a toggle so you can remove all the things that involve like because there's like a part where you're you're made to throw yourself off a building and things like that. Yeah, they they, they put a toggle on mm. so if you're uncomfortable with that kind of stuff, you can turn it oh, off. That's which cool. I think, even though I'm probably nov- never going to use any of that kind of stuff. I'm really oh, super impressed important that it's there. That it's yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really yeah. is, yeah. yeah. They basically said, yeah, sorry, it took us so long to realise we needed to put that in. Yeah. Um, but oh, that's cool. Nice. It's cool they did. So, yeah, no, nice one, super hot devs. That's, like, and that's, that, like, that's really good. That's on top of making, like, two really good games and Mind Control Delete, which is... <laughs> a game. <laughs> it's kind of the Dark Souls 2 of super hot. No, because uh, I occasionally like want to play Dark Souls 2. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Mind Control Delete is absolutely fine mechanically. It's more super hot, but it's just not. It just feels yeah. pretty hollow. It's just yeah. It's just it's just the, the compared to the other two, it's just so inferior. It's not even funny. Mm. I think you did get it for free though. I think we did. Yeah, I think we. I think if you owned owned Super Hot already, yeah. you got it for free. I can't remember. Yeah. Like, don't don't quote me. But yeah, what do you think about Super Hot uh, VR overall? Oh, it's very good. Mm. I still couldn't get you. I still. It's one of those ones where you can like practice, and I'm sure the more you do it, the more you get used to it. But you still find yourself like you know second to last mission or something. You've got really far in. You get used to all the mechanics. You suddenly see out the corner of your eye a bullet coming towards you, and you really quickly try and move out of the way, and then die because you moved quickly, so the bullet moved quicker. And oh like, god! Yeah, and it's one of those ones where it's like it's so instinctive, and it probably helps. I have I've never played the the original one, you know, mouse and keyboard or whatever. Mm. But just seeing that a bullet's coming towards you, it's so instinctive, instinctual to like want to move out of the way. How it seems like, however much you practice it, that still gets you, which makes it really quite fun. Yeah, because you just can't ever. You're constantly fighting all of your instincts. I, I did always where, like when you are able to fight that. I always liked it like if you turn around and then there's like a bullet like a foot from your face and then you you, you slowly move out the You're way like, of it oh, as it passes awkward. you. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's two people awkwardly passing each <laughs> other in a small corridor. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fun. I love that it sort of forces you to do matrix moves as well because like if you've got bullets to the side and above you, the only thing you can do is like drop down and then like yeah. fall like matrix out of the way and you obviously you feel like you're looking cool and obviously you don't like to Ob- anyone else nobody looks cool <laughs> no. yeah we, we streamed ourselves uh playing that i yeah. punched the wall <laughs> oh yeah i've punched actually. the wall many times yeah yeah, yeah yeah but there's like a mark there oh wow okay <laughs> punched it <laughs> yeah i was like yeah uh, you were like, like stop 
boxing and I'm like I can't help it it's part oh it's just it's, I'm acting on instinct at this point that, I think that was actually one of the things that you had to unlearn the most is when you punch things don't actually punch them because it wasn't necessary mm. yeah you just have to like lightly tap them that's all you yeah. need to do mm, like the booty <laughs> you can tap their booty yes but the, the booty will tap their booty the booty will shatter and um, <laughs> yeah he's, don't breathe there's this. only a small chance to get some of it in your mouth so Mm. Oh, but the, then, then kind of like you can be like a cool millennial, say like I am eating ass in trace amounts. <laughs> Homeopathic ass eating. <laughs> <laughs> Homeopathic ass eating. Well, I mean, you can. So, okay, okay. Let's look. Let's look at this like logistically. So we have we have smashed ass particles, and what we're going to do? We're going to run them through water. Is that is that what homeopathy is? I mean, that's what the sewage system is, right? <laughs> I mean, Oh god! <laughs> okay, yeah, we're moving on. <laughs> Even I think that's too fucking far, my man. Okay, Jeez. what else have I been doing? Oh, so I watched Aquaman, or as I like to call it, weird CGI colon the uncanny val- valley film. Is this oh, the one yeah. with like Jason Momoa? <laughs> yes, that that is the primary reason and possibly only reason I watched it because I was like, I, well, I, I fully fancy understand. Wa- I fancy watching Jason Momoa topless for two hours. Cool, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I do think that movie is fascinating in that it's like three separate movies mashed together. Yeah, and I don't one know of them why. Is, and one of them's quite good. Like, all all the parts where it's um, Arthur dealing with his family mm. is all quite sweet. Like, him and his dad is adorable. Yeah. And then when the like, not bikers least, come not up least to him... Not because and it's fucking Django Fett, but... Um, <laughs> yeah. um, but then um, everything that is underwater is... Just nonsense. Yeah, and like, yeah, it just pulls it. Together. They're on a boat, and they're having like a character moment between Aquaman and his partner person. I've forgotten her name. It, it was a while ago. Oh, I watched who it. Cared. To be fair. Merida from Brave. I don't care. <laughs> she has incredibly red hair. Nobody yes. watches that movie for her. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, all of a sudden, like, completely out of nowhere, a bunch of like weird fish people jump onto the boat and then they all have to oh, go yeah, underwater for- and have a have a big like huge generic lots of monsters water fight and you're like but why, why is this happening out of nowhere like they just, I, I forgot, just like yeah, came just- off the back of another scene it was like all calm and i don't know yeah it was yeah it yeah, they, they, sounds like they do know, just get attacked by deep ones, and it, yeah. there's no good reason for no. it. I honestly feel it would have like the Aquaman movie would have been way more successful if it was just Jason Momoa in a swimming pool for like <laughs> yeah. two hours, and yeah. it, it wasn't even like it wasn't even Aquaman. He was just like <laughs> he was just on holiday, <laughs> so he's like you know he's like getting some sun by the pool, and then he's like oh I might I, you know he'll he'll have like a, a little cocktail out of like a pink flamingo like glass with a little umbrella and shit okay to make it match um with the good points of aquaman it also needs to have uh, tomorrow morrison and um willem dafoe yes 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 they also need to be there but like tomorrow morrison yeah but tomorrow morrison has to be um in his Boba Fett armor without his helmet, drinking the exact same pink flamingo like cocktail <laughs> that Jason Momoa yeah. is drinking. <laughs> and same with Willem Dafoe. But he's yeah. dressed as like the Green Goblin without his mask on. I feel that he would oh, be the God, lifeguard. This is my... Oh yeah, he'd be like, no running in the pool. <laughs> I should not do that after getting over tonsillitis. <laughs> no, you should not. <laughs> oh dear. That was, that was a bad time. <laughs> uh, but apart from it being... Um, 
a messy movie. Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it, but I it's not particularly it well made in terms of like like, like I said, like I don't want to harp on about it, but like see, it's such bad CGI. And it would be fine if it was like an aesthetic they were going to. The scenes where it's like just underwater, but like it's just the CGI. It's just an underwater city with loads of creatures and shit. Like it, it looks like a video game, but like it's consistent with itself. It looks fine and quite colourful and quite cool. But as soon as you bring in real people, you've just got a weird floating head where their hair don't doesn't quite connect to their head, and it's all oh, it's all. I I don't want to make a big deal about it because you know for the, the CGI of a film shouldn't make it a good or bad film. But it just but, d- but distracts it also... from it so much. Yeah, if it's distracting, it's fucking distracting. But, I mean, it didn't help so. with the writing. I've got two examples here, but there was many examples of just terrible writing in the actual script and the dialogue. So, there's a scene where there's there's two two various baddies are on the uh, on a submarine, and Aquaman, you know, f- not flies because he's in water, swims, but he doesn't swim. So. <laughs> well, he doesn't swim. He doesn't, he doesn't kick his legs. He just, like, flies about in the water. Yeah, he's, anyway. powered, he's powered he, by farts. Yeah, yeah. He's propelled by his own butt gas. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But he yeah. does that and, like, you know, rams into the submarine and tries to get in or whatever. And, like, one of the characters goes, did we just hit something? And then the other one really seriously looks straight at the camera and goes, no, something hit us. It's like, like, come on! Like, are you are you kidding? Are you fucking kidding me, Matt? That is the best writing to come out of a superhero. The second one's probably better. Like, so one of these two characters. This spoiler slightly, but I've not said who the characters are. One of the two characters is like dying or whatever, and the other one's like trying to. It's it's the very generic, you know, someone's trapped under a weight and something's happening, and they're trying to lift it up and can't get out and. One of them needs to abandon the other so they can survive, but they don't want to. You know that that sort of Batman thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like trying to lift up the thing, and the one that's dying is like, "No, no, you need to, you need to live so you can kill that son of a bitch." And it's just like, it's, it's like they just like googled like plot points in films, and it was like, "Yeah, it all came, cool. it all half the dialogue just come from the big book of cliches." Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. Although I, I will say, it, I, I did think it was kind of worth it for the scene in the bar. Which made me smile. Yeah, I, that was, yeah, I, I was trying it, to Let me that. guess, let <laughs> yeah. me guess. It's, it's Tamura, Tamura Morrison and Jason Momoa just hanging out and vibing. For a little bit. Yeah, honestly, much. I just, they actually I have, love um, those two so much. They are so fucking yeah. charismatic. I would, I would literally just watch them having a conversation in a room for two hours. They well, actually genuinely, in the movie, have good, like, father-son energy. Good chemistry, Like, it really, yeah. Really, yeah, really, yeah. that little pairing, yeah. they're, they're a delight when mm-hmm. just the pair of them are, like, just shit. Honestly, shit. I've never heard a bad word about the scenes, like, where they're, they're sharing them together. Yeah, just, I, I've, I've always heard those used as, like, a plus point of the movie. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I might just do, because, like, I want to watch Wonder Woman 1984, for no reason. It's because of Pedro Pascal. He is so cool, okay? <laughs> that man is a gift. And I'm... Because I fucking hate Gal Gadot. She's a horrible person. You, you do have to put up with um, the DCEU to do to watch that. Yeah, one. but I am willing to do that for okay. Pedro Pascal. Because I've watched a lot more of it than you have. Well, I'm only going to watch the ones with Pedro Pascal. Okay, so. that's fair. <laughs> and, and like... Fast forward to the scenes that he's not in. I actually am going to do that, yes, because I I genuinely hate Gal Gadot that much because her political opinions are fucking dog shit garbage for days, and I just hate her. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to dwell on that, but yeah. So um, I think if I watch Aquaman, I'm just going to fast forward through all the parts that aren't Tamara Morrison and Jason Momoa <laughs> hanging out. It, there are the Willem Dafoe scenes. Oh, and the Willem Dafoe. They're scenes. not good scenes, but they do contain. I mean, Willem they contain Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Yeah. They're automatically good. Yeah. <laughs> Therefore, they are elevated to a different mm. level mm. simply by his presence. Yeah. <laughs> he has the like. You know, I think we should coin the Willem Dafoe effect. Yeah, which is which is a thing where it's like, 
you will watch the stupidest fucking movie it's, it's just the, to see that one actor. It's the reason why, you know, people played through Beyond Two Souls. He was great in that because he he committed so earnestly and so over the top. Mm. And Elliot Page, the poor fucking thing, like, was being directed by David Cage, for fuck's mm. sake. So there's no way... Noted he, piece of shit. Noted David piece Cage. of shit, David Cage. <laughs> Who runs a company full of abuse. Yeah, which, mm. yeah... yeah. Uh, that's another topic which we won't be touching on because that is so fucking depressing the shit I've heard but anyway yep. yeah. moving swiftly on if you're, but yeah, if you're not so, sure which company that is just google any video game company and that's just, the answer to that that's, yeah. that, is, yeah. that is a true statement yeah. about that company yeah. because uh, capitalism is cancer mm. um, and abuse is endemic to the industry it is yeah it, it is just a, a, it's endemic to an industry yeah to be yeah. fair so but yeah no um uh, what the fuck was it? Pedro Pascal, everyone. Wow. What a, what a guy. <laughs> Smooth transition. Aquaman. Back. Aquaman. Back to Aquaman. My very last thought on it is that, so there's this, there's the director, and I, I honestly don't know or in fact care who directed it, um, <laughs> but the director had obvi- very obviously like bought a new drone or something because it comes up with a fight scene and it's, pretty, it's genuinely quite cool the first time they're doing like the fight scene you know the big choreographed fight scene thing but then like the camera like spins around and does like a full like 360 or no it's not even a 360 like an inward 360 if that makes sense like it spins around them so it dollies around them yeah but like it's obviously like because there's no it's really cleverly done and like you obviously can't because there's loads of mics and lighting and god knows what else there but like this thing like spins around them while they're doing the fight and it looks really cool but then that happens in every single fight scene <laughs> And it's like, oh, oh, this is happening again. Mm, okay. And it, like, drops down to, I don't know if it's, like, a lower frame rate or, or something weird happens when it does it. So it's like, mm, okay, I like what you're getting to. And it's really cool how you did it. But, yeah. Stop doing it Stop because doing it's it. boring yeah. now. Yeah. Anyway, like, Aquaman, it was fine. But, yeah, it just... I feel like if it was you... made, like, ten years ago or ten years in the future, it could be really good. But it's sort of not quite ready for what they were trying to do. But it's, they thought they were. Would you recommend it for shirtless Jason Momoa alone? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, yeah, okay. the, the bar scene was great, that, that, that Wibb alluded to is great as well. Mm. So yeah. it's worth it for a few things. And it's on Netflix, yeah. so, like, if you have have it, oh, why why not? Yeah. Um, cool. What else are we doing? Oh, there's a new series of Love, Death, Robots. Love, I, Death, I, and Robots? I've been there's meaning to, to, to watch yeah. it, Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah, it's only, like eight episodes as opposed to I'm sure it was like 15 or something daft last time or it was double figures at least I'm sure am I am I having like deja vu or something because I'm sure we spoke about this last time I don't think we did did we no I didn't who did I speak to about this it's Wib's birthday tomorrow and he's gone senile (laughs) I will be 35 it's all downhill after that yeah can't believe um, I'm with such an old man so, <laughs> as a 23 so year old lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you've seen it, Web? No, no. Oh, okay. But I've I've talked to someone about it, and okay. I'm now really confused who I spoke to about <laughs> it. If we didn't do it on the podcast, well, we definitely hadn't seen it. Well, I definitely hadn't seen it as of last recording, so it wasn't me. Okay, I'll, um, I'll just I'll nip off and have an existential crisis while you yeah, tell us yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Well. Um, yeah, it is. It's again. It's another one of those ones where there, it's a for those who didn't catch either see it or catch us talking about the first series. God knows whenever that was a few years ago. Um, it's a sort of anthology series where they like farm it out to a bunch of different directors or whatever and do a bunch of different episodes 
that are completely unrelated with different animation styles and different casts and different characters and different everything or with the vague theme of they contain love or death or robots or some combination of the three um the first season i think we discussed it was it was pretty good i think we went through individual episodes last time and like sort of chatting Mm. about each one so if you want if you fancy watching it at some point and we can do that at some point, oh, if, yeah. you, if you found yeah, it, if no, you that sounds cool. it. like a spoiler cast, that sounds yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, um, But my general thought, I, it, in general, probably wasn't quite as good as the first series. So, I guess you guys can watch it, and we can see if it if it warrants a, a more thorough discussion or not. To be honest, okay. <laughs> up, to, up Fair, to you guys. Yeah. But we'll yeah. watch it and go. Ah, it's a bit shit. Yeah, I mean, my overall <laughs> thoughts: it was it was good and enjoyable, and they're only like the episodes are five to ten minutes, so it's worth watching anyway. For the like the highlight, there's. In general, probably not enough robots, really. But what about love and death? There was lots of love and death, but it's worth watching the series for the one Christmas episode. And I, I get so. Oh, I get, hate go Christmas away and watch. Episodes. No, I know, but it's not really a. Just watch it again. It's five minutes. Watch it, and okay. anyone else who wants to watch it, watch it because that Christmas episode is just. <laughs> it's glorious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. it's, okay. it's very okay. good so yeah if you didn't realise it was out and fancy watching it watch it and then I guess we'll speak about it in some episode's time okay. there you go leave them hanging leave them wanting more oh yeah um, everyone do you want more of us it's okay if you say no I find yeah. it difficult <laughs> to believe that people end, end like listening to a sessionist podcast and go um, oh I could go for another one yeah, as opposed to two hour shit so needed another okay. hour the okay. only possible the only possible reaction to hearing one of these episodes I can imagine is yeah that's enough of that for now <laughs> okay so I'm gonna get cereal for a moment y'all I'm gonna get serious I get yeah. I get a, I get a few messages a month being like, hey, Snipe, you're my favourite, but that's not important right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, oh, I was listening to the Misanthropod, and I've been I've burned through the episodes, and I really enjoy it. So uh, self-deprecating humour aside, we're glad that people enjoy it. Oh, absolutely, um, yeah. We get actually get quite oh, a few yeah. emails saying things to that effect, which is so very yeah. lovely. But also <laughs> be aware that there's a very seriously weird British kind of sense of humour thing of, like, you're never allowed to ad- admit or concede that you're doing something that someone might like. Mm. You always have to put yourself down and be self-deprecating, because otherwise you're seen yeah. as, a bit, as a bit of a tosser. Yeah, it's ingrained. Which like, is... if you ask someone how they're doing, you'll say, not too bad. And the pinnacle, of, Brit- pinnacle of Britishness, like, feeling well is... That it wasn't the worst. Yeah. Or <laughs> you go, oh, how, how, how you yeah. doing? Oh, I'm all right. All right. I'm all right. Yeah. It, it, it's it's weird. it's a weird thing. It's it's not healthy in the slightest. So, which is why well, I'm like, I'm know, glad people like what we do. Britain isn't healthy, so you know, no, checks out. Really this world is <laughs> a profoundly diseased country. Yeah, <laughs> fucking turf island over here. Yeah. Also, uh, just off the top of my head, fuck turfs. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 What else have you been up to, Drumbly Badly? Uh, very last thing. So, this is not something I'd usually mention on the podcast, because it's not usually within our sort of vague, even as much as we have one, themes or whatever. But I've been watching a period drama. Oh, but we've okay. been watching Gentleman Jack. On Please tell me that it's either BBC. two J's or two G's. It, it is not. It's GJ. <laughs> Gentleman Jack. But, um, Gentleman Gack. Or based- Gentleman Jack. Sorry, I mean, it would be pronounced, if it was sorry. JJ, it would, it would be pronounced the same, I guess. So, anyway, it's it is based around from the diaries of a of of someone called Anne Lister in like it's like the late eight no late seventeen hundreds early eighteen hundreds, 
And it's all, you know, costume drama, big stately homes and fancy costumes and all that sort of stuff. But Anne Lister, A, wrote very detailed diaries every day of her life, so we would know all the stuff about her. Well, but there was B, fuck all else to do apart from, well, I don't know, yeah. but being B, considered hysterical she, and die of being cold. She was pretty, not quite openly, but all, as openly as you could be in the day, day either. And I don't... This is a slightly contentious historical thing, but she either she was like a butch lesbian or possibly would have identified as either trans or non-binary or something. And I don't want to project like modern labels onto what she would have said she was because it's sort of it's hard to tell. But she had like relationships with with women and she dressed in like not. She dressed in, it wasn't quite like men's outfits, but it was like... She as, was gender non-conforming. Yeah, absolutely. Like, to a, a, quite a sort of extreme as, as degree, mm. even even by the by by the today, by the standards then, anyway. Um, and, you know, by the, behind her back, everyone called her Gentleman Jack, which is where the name of the series is. Um, oh. But, yeah, it's just interesting to sort of see that sort of stuff in the in a historical context. She had a, um, what is possibly the first, like, lesbian... Or same like same same sex same gender um, wedding in a church sort of in that they sort of said the right words to each other and then went into a, cer- in a church for like another ser- service and then sneakily went up to do that communion thing together with their rings on so they like kind of sneaked a wedding in there <laughs> and, and various things like that so it's quite it's really interesting to even if you're not into like you know period dramas as such it's quite an interesting one just to see that sort of side of things back then. So. I think it's it's really interesting as well because there's like there's a joke historically with a lot of like it, it it's a it's a kind of sad joke but as you know the whole like oh they like these two men lived together from the age of 20 mm. till they both died within a week of each other at the age of 60 <laughs> they never married they never had children but they had a massive like massive like collection of cats and they they were buried <laughs> next to each other and and wore special friendship rings they were such good mates <laughs> it's like just like yeah. just Sappho and her friends yeah completely <laughs> denying queer history or the yeah, queer yeah, people yeah. existed at all so like having that kind of a thing it it is sad because there would have been a lot of like historians like kind of like reading her stuff and being like mm. oh well leave that out because that's just that's nonsense she yeah. was a woman. well there's lot there's there's lots of like you can see people's like letters writ to each other and they talk about having like special like a woman's letter of saying like about their special woman friend or wanting like to be intimate with them and close but a lot of the time some not a lot of the time i've no idea some of the time that is just because that is the relationship of their that was they were just friends and not and there's no way of interpreting yeah. as to whether mm-hmm. they meant they did anything sexual or more in, or more anything like that or not it's yeah. not really whereas this Anne Lister person she, she wrote such detailed very explicit diaries <laughs> about like I, about okay. things okay I really want to read because like I remember oh fuck I can't you can't remember. read them they're all in code she like she wrote them in this like weird code that she developed. That is only, so perfect. Yeah, and they were only like translated or decrypted or whatever relatively recently. Various mm-hmm. bits of them in, were in different codes, but she wrote very. There's, there's no ambiguity there. It's like yeah, you know, she spoke about these relationships oh, she was having with women. Um, it reminds me of I can't remember his name. He I think he was an Irish writer. Um, I think what was not Homer's Odyssey or Dante's Inferno. I don't know what we're talking I about. I think he wrote Dante's Inferno and he like basically a Dante. lot of Dante. Okay, no, that's not the guy then. Um, I, I think his name was James something. I can't remember. But he his letters to his mistress were, were found and published and they were pretty explicit. But the thing is he had like a fart kink. 
Oh shit! Yeah, you read me. You read me those the other day. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, how much I want to like lift up your dress and and let those naughty little farties come out." <laughs> and and it was like, I really want to read Gentleman Jack's like hardcore Victorian pornography because it is so weird to me. And it it also shows people have always been the same and they always will be. Yeah. 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 Because you know, yeah, yeah. we've got we got some famous fucking author with a fart kink and you know, <laughs> we've got some genius fucking maybe lesbian definitely queer like person yeah. writing in super gay code and I'm living for it. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah. Yeah, I it, it was it was interesting. It's yeah. Not usually into the period dramas, but we're like, you know what, we'll give this one is like, you know, different. We'll give it a try. I'm like, ooh, this is interesting. Yeah. Well, because it actually sounds interesting on like pretty much every other period drama, in my I mean, personal yeah. opinion. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not generally a fan of them. If, yeah. you, if you like them, fair enough. It's like, but, yeah, oh, yeah. I think I'm going to go stand in the conservatory I mean, and just. There, there and, is uh, a fair bit of that sort of stuff. I so. mean, yeah, but you've got like queer stuff in there, so it yeah. automatically yeah, makes yeah. it better. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that that's me. That's me done. Nice. Uh, it's snipe. Yes. Yes. Snipe. What have you been up to? Oh, oh, snipe though. Before you start, I have one last thing. I've just I've just noticed about Aquaman that I missed off, and it's a very important point to the plot that I need to mention. Okay. So it's very quickly, you know, in the the viewer is very quickly informed that you know he gets shot or something or stabbed and the 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 blade just goes into him and goes ding like, you know superman style just does not go anywhere near him yeah he is entirely covered in tattoos oh that's good i like mm, i, I, I like don't I, I don't know how he has magic tattoos don't get me wrong he looks great with them but <laughs> so, but also if if he can't get knifed <laughs> how is he going to get tattooed yeah i was wondering that. i mean like how does does he just draw them on every morning with Sharpie? Like, there's a lot <laughs> that would got, take no, a no, long time. No, no, he's got time. like an airbrush stencil. <laughs> and yeah, I know. You know, he can be stabbed with lantern steel or whatever. But at this point, he hasn't been there or anything to do with there. So, like, mm. anyway, okay. So, mild so, spoilers, but Willem Dafoe like sourced him the needles. Ah, uh, yeah, he does meet up with him uh, as a kid. So, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. Okay, well, sorry, maybe, it was a very, very that, important point I wanted to raise. Maybe, just baby Momoa came out and he just had those tattoos. He doesn't Maybe have it's like markings. You, you do see him when he's younger. Well, maybe he it's like, them. you know, like baby tapirs and shit. They have like different like um, fur patterns. Yeah, that, baby tapirs have tattoos. And like, well, no, they don't. They grow into their tattoos. Mm. Well, they but you can't them. see them because they've got fur on them. They're, they're like stripey. Yeah, that's They're right. Really but cute. then when they grow up, they kind of just like, you they know. They have a different uh, coloration. Yeah. yeah, so maybe that's ah. that. We don't know. Are you suggesting Aquaman and or Jason Momoa is some kind of tapir? No, but I'd like to oh. find out. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, it's nice. Just Carl Drogo, any, everyone. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, me. Oh, hi. Yes, I'm here. Hi. Hello. <laughs> what? You've got to say what you've been doing. Oh. That's the conceit of the podcast. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Haven't been doing this for like eight years. Well, I mean, apparently you forgot. So uh... <laughs> <laughs> funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, apart from because um, I've been having my ass kicked by mental health because that's just what it does, and mm-hmm. you know, been down for like over a week with tonsillitis, just kicking my ass. It's made uh, the schedule uh, like us being uh, our schedules for making stuff real fun. Yeah, because it's like, oh, I'll read my lines. I can't talk. <laughs> 
So that's yeah, that's been fun. Sorry that my uh, my my sickness has been negatively impacting you, honey. I'm so sorry. Can you forgive me? Mm, oh, we'll see. Okay, great. That's that's really cool. <laughs> but yeah, but I have I have been I have done a few things, and I even just to be spicy played a video game. I don't believe it. You were literally there. I still don't believe we it. We streamed it. There is literal video evidence. <laughs> ah, I haven't seen it. Okay. You are literally a flat earther right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first of all, I've been watching a horror series called Marianne, which is a French horror series, which is, it's pretty good. Um, trigger warnings for like nearly everything. <laughs> <laughs> There's like um there's like suicidal themes, there's some kind of like I haven't finished it yet, so I can't give you a full list of trigger warnings, but if that kind of stuff is uh uh is is something that would dissuade you from watching something like that, then I'd say definitely give this one a miss. But I mean I think that there's probably a good list of the triggers on the dogs does the dog die dot com. So, you know, if you if you're curious but not sure, check that out. Um, but yeah, and it, it, it's a French horror kind of, um, series that follows a main character who's an author who used to have dreams, like, like night terrors and stuff about like this weird demon creature called Marianne. And the way it stopped is that she started writing stories about this, this creature and like, you know, and everything. And it kind of starts with like, and just shows that she is just a sack of shit. She's horrible. <laughs> She's like... She's from this small town where everyone hates her because she's just a fucking like burnout, and she's like I I, I like that about um about it. Whereas it's like you do feel bad for her, and, and you can kind of understand why she's making such shitty decisions and being a shitty person. Mm. So it's like you know it it there's a lot of depth to you, these characters. You go, you're a shithead, but I understand why you're a shithead. And also, you can see that. You don't really want to be a shithead, but you don't know how not to be one. You know what I mean? So it's like, if this was a person you knew in real life, cut them fucking off. Like, literally just leave them, never talk to them again. But because it's media, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's fine. Um, like, she literally, uh, she stays out taking shots with her um, her publicist, I think, or her assistant. Her assistant's assistant. <laughs> And she's like, oh, I won't go back to my, um, my fiancé. It's fine. And then she, she stumbles in at, like, 2 a.m. And there's this super fucking spooky scene. So you don't see this guy's face. He's like, she gets into bed and he's lying with, like, you know, his back to her. And she gets in bed and she's like, you know, it, it's kind of a bit like Freddy Krueger. And you're like, you're like, when did she fall asleep? Mm. You know, that kind of stuff. And... She turns over and she's like, look at me. And he's like, you want me to look at you? Because she's like, you know, because the whole thing is that she's feeling kind of shitty because it's the end of an era. She's talking about how she's not going to write the Marianne story anymore. She's going to write different things. And the moment she basically announces that she's retiring that like book series, shit starts to go a little weird for her. So, you know, she's, she's in bed with, with, with her fiance and he like, He's like, oh, you really want me to turn around? She's like, yes. And then he's like, okay. And then he starts slowly turning over. And she's like, hmm, no. And then turns over. to So her back is towards him. And you just see, because the camera's focused on her, and it's like kind of blurred on him. 
He turns around, he's got this unnaturally huge smile and his eyes are doing the thing that animals' eyes do in, in like in the dark when you okay. film them with like night vision cameras. And it that was fucking scary. <laughs> I was like, ooh, that's good. Mm, that's good. But yeah, so she starts like having visions that Marianne is getting mad at her for like not writing about her anymore. And it kind of goes on from there and like, you know, an old childhood friend comes to see her and and is like my mother has read your books a thousand times and she's convinced that she's possessed by Marianne, so you need to keep writing for Marianne, otherwise she's going to hurt people. And the woman they get to play, her friend's mother, is... Jesus Christ, this woman's face is fantastic. She's like she's like French Bonnie Aaron. It's like the lady who played the nun from mm. the Conjuring series. Fuck except it. this is a good thing. Except this is good, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she's got like these like real big bug eyes and like just really like intense but kind of vacant stare and when she smiles it's like joker levels of smiling it is that woman is fantastic a good face actor she's a fantastic <laughs> face actor seriously that woman is so inherently unsettling it's fantastic mm. also can i just say what one thing i really love about european media like you know um tv shows or movies or whatever is that People don't look Hollywood. Mm, mm. I like a lot of like you know European and, and English stuff. It's just they're just people, so you know they don't have the perfect teeth. They don't have perfect <laughs> Sorry, straight like, noses. They're I not just all like the same. separating the English from Europeans, and it's like yeah, no fair. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is the horrible world in which we live. After Brexit, you have to separate. Them. But yeah, and like they they look. Like, I mean, they're all like you know. Like, they're all decent-looking people. But they're just people. And they're just people, though. And they're not, again, they're not, like, the cookie-cutter perfect you see in Hollywood, mm. which really gets boring after a while, you know? And it's just, like, you know, they've got people with big noses. They have, like, um, the main character's dad is the most French man I have ever seen. <laughs> He's fantastic. And, like, like her, her mum and dad, like, she walks in on them fucking... And they're, like, just an old pair of, like, 60-year-old people that you just see fully naked. And I'm like, you just wouldn't get this any... It's like, I don't want to... I don't really want to see, like, old people fucking. But it's like, yeah, that's what old people who would be fucking look like would look like. So, you know, that's that's a nice bit of realism. Like, her mum runs out and, like, you know, flapping all over the place <laughs> and, like, quickly putting a robe on, being like, we didn't know you, you were coming to visit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and it's just, it's, you know, it's, 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 I don't know. It's, I, I'm having trouble explaining it, but it's just nice to see people just allowed to look like people. There, there is, um, a thing like where, yeah, I remember, what was it? I remember, I can't, was it on a, um, a screen wipe thing, an old Charlie Brooker thing where they were talking to like Love Charlie Brooker. An American audience, uh, they showed them like an episode of The Bill. Oh, and they were like, why is everyone so ugly? And it's like, no, they just, no one has veneers over here. It's like, no, this is just, it's like, oh, obviously people, you know, they're still actors at the end of the day. There is, yeah, there is yeah. still those aspects of that people are picked for, you know, aesthetic reasons. And mm -hmm. the, 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 it, it all still happens, you know, the world is still a nightmare, but. Oh, um, <laughs> But, you know, you, you watch, like, an, an average, like, drama over here and... and you can mm. see somebody with a crooked nose. You can see someone with, with like, acne scars. You can see somebody who's maybe not rail thin. You can see someone who maybe not be massively considered conventionally attractive. And it's, it is it is not... I mean, again, it is still 
not great, but it's a lot more. These are just people you could pass on the street. It, gra- it grounds, it, yeah, it grounds it and mm. makes it less the heightened reality of Hollywood and, and yeah, where, and, where every lens is lubed and everyone's <laughs> hair is perfect at any given fucking yeah. time. But yeah, no, and so that that's that's always refreshing to see. It makes it feel a lot more real, especially in a horror setting. Mm. And also, her friend Arnold is so hot. <laughs> like Arnold, he's just this—he's ch- just this solid, chunky fucking like guy with who always wears a hat, and he's got facial hair. And I'm just like, well, I'm done. <laughs> also, my favorite thing about this show—it's not anything to do with horror, but it's just—it gave me the warm fuzzies because it's so fucking real. So, main character's upset. Um, I'm not going to say why, but she she's having a hard time. She's really upset and her friends have all kind of, because she's gone back to where she grew up and her, all of her friends are still there. And so, you know, they're hanging out in her parents' house with her and she's just really upset. And they're like, okay, well, how about we get drunk? You know, they're doing that thing. It's just like, well, you know, we used to get drunk a lot as teenagers, so let's get drunk now. That'll make you feel better. And it visibly and immediately does not make her happy. <laughs> so, um... Uh, like the, the hot trucker cap guy stands up and he claps and he goes, okay, everyone around the table and all the friends kind of gather around and he just goes, love hug. And they all give her this big group hug. And it was just, that is so sweet and so real. You know, it's like, I've been in situations where friends have done that for like, you guys have done mm. that for me. And it was just so, ah, oh, like what's the word? It was so, heartwarming and uh, I can't find the word for it. Again, it, it's a, a very real thing because you've yeah. all been, you know, most people will have been in a situation where they have been the hugger or the huggy in that kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of thing, and it was so. just, it was just a really sweet moment because like mm. one of my biggest pet peeves with any kind of media, uh, like to do with like say action or horror or anything like that is when it's all consistently one mood. You know what I mean? So I, I like if it's a horror movie, and everyone's always like, "Oh my god, I, I went to put on my pop tarts, but there was only one pop tart." You really shouldn't be doing uh, voices. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, you shouldn't. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah, and it's it's just constantly dour all the time, and like no, this like gallows humor is a thing, and you know what? That not only gives you a break in the tension. It makes you empathize strong, like in a like in a stronger way with the characters. Mm. It makes them, it grounds them, and it makes them feel more realistic. And yeah, again, the big thing about horror, especially, is the tension. Mm. So if you have someone like make a joke, even if it's like bad, because guess what, human beings do use humor as a coping mechanism. Mm. Hi, I've been doing it for like a <laughs> hundred years. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like I just, and and it does that. It has levity, and I'm like, thank you. You know, it. it, it I have been enjoying it. It's it's been a bit weird. There is like, there. Oh, I'm still not quite sure what the fuck is going on, <laughs> but I'm enjoying it. And it's it's always interesting to see a different culture's take on uh, a genre that you like. You know, like like watching like um like East Asian horror movies or whatever, and they all have their own different kind of like. Um, legends and what they consider scary and things like that. And it's, have, it's just I, that's what I like about foreign cinema mainly. They have their own archetypes that they are do. not necessarily yeah. uh, something that we have. It's like uh, like uh, in Japanese horror games and and like 
does horror media like bathrooms play a big part because that's a a big thing for like like the japanese people at the time when they grew up it was like toilets were kind of like flat to the floor and stuff i, I think a good few of them still are and there was like oh yeah you get like dragged into the toilet or you fall in and you're never seen again so yeah those toilets terrible they are they're terrifying I, uh, <laughs> I remember, but, you know, I remember having to use one once and being like oh this is the worst <laughs> But yeah, and it's like just little things like that. And it's just really fun and interesting to see. And I'm seeing that in Marianne and I, I like it. It's cool. And also all of their cars are from like the 60s. Nice. Okay. I think it's supposed to be set like modern day. <laughs> is, is, it just, is it just a, a it's weird in, It's a small French, it's choice. a rural French town. Ah, okay. So everyone's always smoking. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm, I'm taking the piss. Um, but yeah, so... I, again, check out the trigger warnings to see if you'd be comfortable with something like that. But I have been enjoying it. It's been pretty good. Um, and now the videoed game. The, the time for the video game time portion. Time for the videoed game portion. The obligatory. The, the the We need to do this. Necromunda Hired Gun. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. We played we played that thing. Yeah, we played that on stream. Um, you broke it within like 30 seconds. I literally broke it within the first 30, 30 seconds because at heart, I'm a QA tester. <laughs> You can wall wall run in it. And it starts off and you're in this big tube. So I just ran in a spiral up the tube and managed to get outside of the level's bounding box and fall forever. (laughs) And it didn't have a kill zone. So I just kept falling. And I was like, well, I guess I got to restart it. (laughs) But apart from that, you get like you get a dog, you get a mastiff. And this is the best fucking piece of design. You can summon the Mastiff during a firefight. Mm. And the way you do that is you you pull up a rat squeaky toy and squeeze it a bunch. And then the dog just bolts out of nowhere and starts mauling <laughs> enemies. It's like, ee, 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 and then the dog just is like, Bruh! it is awesome. That, yeah, I, I nice. never get bored of that. Can it is you always- pet the dog? Yes. Okay, good. You can yeah. pet the dog. Not nice. when you're in a firefight, but there's like no, a hub. No, no. Yeah, okay, and you yeah. And he's just hanging out. Uh, next to fucking Cal Jericho, and you can go and give him like scratches and give him fuss, and you get oh, achievement. Nice. You get an achievement for petting the dog, and I'm just like, yes, ah, yeah, nice. I love it. But yeah, one of my favoriteest things about it—that is a real word. Shut up. <laughs> is that the main character? Because I picked a lady, and I'm pretty sure I don't know this for sure, but I'm almost certain because I know how games are made that if you pick a man, there's just one male voice, and if you pick a woman, it's one woman voice. Mm. The lady's voice is like deeply like northern English. All I'll say is that the main character would pronounce boat as Bert. Yeah, <laughs> she's definitely from Yorkshire. <laughs> yes, every every regional accent is Yorkshire. Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> but no, and she's like she's she's got such a thick accent and I'm I love it. It's so nice to hear that because like mm. as I said very intelligently and sex, sexily uh during the stream because I'm so intelligent and sexy um that it's England has some of the most like regional variants when it comes to accents and it's just nice to see them represented rather than just being like either fancy London or cockney. Just seeing something that isn't that is awesome. Yeah. And yeah, she's so she's like, oh, tell me where he went. I want to kill him. And you're like, oh, I kept like just repeating things she'd said because I was like, that's so fun to listen to. <laughs> this is fan fucking tastic. I love it. More please. <laughs> but anyway, onto the gameplay. 
which is a less less important thing. <laughs> it's first person shooter, if you don't know, um, and it kind of seems to incorporate certain elements of like like Doom twenty sixteen. So you have like finishing moves and shit, but unfortunately they do feel pretty fucking clunky. Um, but seriously, not you ain't gonna get it feeling as good as Doom. Yeah, the, that is a yeah. real big ass. Say what you like about id, but they're quite good at first-person shooters. Yeah, <laughs> they are. Indi- There's probably a reason for that. Yeah, oh, well, no, who knows? I have no idea yeah. why. Um, the gun- I've not researched anything. Yeah, the guns feel pretty decent. Um, it does feel like you know you're pea shooting a bit, but they, they sound good. They, they they look like fun. It's got a lo- got a lot of loot in there, so you can kind of upgrade weapons. You can get special like stats so it's kind of got like the vermintide to kind of stat bonuses and you find gear when you're out and about and levels and you can kind of you, you can come back and you can modify your body so you have like cybernetics and like uh, bio like shit which is really cool you can like so immediately i got the double jump because you yeah. have to get the double jump unfortunately the game is made by the people that made i divine cybermancy so the menus are the utterly menus are incomprehensible yeah like <laughs> like i love you guys but jesus christ your ui <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like once you get around that it's like yeah it's fine and it is it is massively overwhelming because it's like hey you can do all this like ridiculously intricate shit to your weaponry and I'm just like I just want it to shoot harder Uh, which is it's going to take me a bit to get used to Um, but yeah it's kind of you have a hub world where you go and select missions and then you get sent out and do your missions and shoot a bunch of dudes and yeah it's um it's got like um the space hulk kind of thing where you get three revives um like three like life revives before you game over a level. I haven't game game overed a level, but that's just how Space Hulk used to be. You had a limited amount of revives. Mm. Um, and yeah, like, I am looking forward to playing more of that. You're talking about Deathwing. Oh, Deathwing, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there's a whole series of Space, space Hulk know, games and multiple of them the, the different Workshop Wizard, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. Uh, like, I can see... It's influences, like, you know, the Titanfall kind of, like, movement with the wall running and stuff mm. like that. And, and like, the Doom 2016 with the, like, you get, like, a grappling hook that means you can, like, grapple yourself towards enemies. Um, there's, like, a couple of, like, uh, like big ogrins as, like, the kind of, like, like mini-bosses. And they, um. they really aren't very fun to play against. Not in a way that they're too difficult to fight or whatever. They're just really fucking boring they like they jump over somewhere and then they do like a ground pound like ripple attack at you or like throw something at you i can't remember which one it is and it just takes forever to take one of them down and it's just they're not fun they're just bullet sponges and it's just a bit tedious but i mean that's like the meanest thing i can say about mm. it um, i mean it is janky as fuck but it is jank <laughs> but it's in that kind of endearing jank or at least that, mm, as like the few okay. hours i've played of it it's kind of more kind of like a haha jank rather than a game breaking one <laughs> one of those like where you know there's a, there's a certain type of game where um an animation bug is is funny mm-hmm. as opposed to being like god how did this make it past like yeah, QA yeah 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 <laughs> so yeah I've, I've been enjoying that um looking forward to playing that some more um, the last thing I watched was kind of a spur of the moment Netflix pick, uh, called Sexy Beast, 
I thought it was called okay. Sexy Beasts. Okay, it's not important. <laughs> it's either Sexy Beast or Sexy Beasts, because the whole thing is, oh, so-and-so, I choose you to be my Sexy Beast. So it's singular, but fuck if I know. This was on... Where did you this watch this? Netflix. Before you say anything. Pornflix? No. Netpub? Stop, um, stop shaming me! Okay. I'm not shaming you, I'm just... Sexy Beast is a reality TV program... Where right. it's kind of like a, a it, every episode has a different set of people, and you are checking Netflix to see if it's a fucking plural. I hate you. I hate <laughs> you. It's called Sexy Beasts because Sexy Beast it's was a, a movie. Film. Yeah, great, fantastic, okay. fucking great. Okay, so Sexy Beasts plural. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! It's like it's like complaining on Twitter. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, no, I'm kind of pissed off because, like, you know, this game is run is stuck running at like 20 frames a second. Oh well, and then you get some fucker in your fucking replies going, "Have you tried turning the settings down?" I'm like, "Gee, gee, David, thank you. That's so fucking thoughtful. I haven't been using computers since I was fucking four years old. Thank you so much for your fucking insight." This isn't quite the same because you were wrong. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I'm still going to fucking poison you. Yeah, also fair. Also fair. Fucking well, actually. Get a fuck. Okay, Sexy Beasts, plural, is a British reality dating show that has an interesting concept. So you get the main person who's trying to find a date, and they have three contestants. But the difference is they put them in heavy prosthesis or dress them up in like animal heads and then they go out for dates and it's kind of like more of a personality kind of thing, which is a really cool idea. And you get to see some good prosthetics. Yeah, some, of them are, are really, some of them are really, really good. Uh, really good. Um, you see, oh, but there's a, there's a good handful of them that are just, we took this conventionally attractive woman and painted her head red and gave her horns Ooh, will people think she's hot? <laughs> yes. Yes, they will. And it's like, the biggest thing I have, the biggest problem I have with it so far is that every single person is so aggressively conventionally attractive. Mm. And it's like, I just want to see a normal person. Yeah, It yeah, does yeah, undermine yeah. the whole point of it, supposed to, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's supposed to, oh, you know, you're not supposed to, like, judge people by their looks. It's like, well, I mean, it's, it's undermined a little bit. Yeah. It really is. But, I mean, the thing is, it's like, it just makes you sit there and, and re- reminisce about horrible dates you've had. Or maybe that's just from a female perspective, like a femme perspective. Because it's like there's one of the guys in the first episode who's like quite sexually pushy. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, oh, like it's, it's nice being this close to you. I'd like to be more close to you all the time. And she's like, oh, really? Ah. And I was like, this is so uncomfortable. But then she, like, spoilers, she ends up picking that fucking creep anyway. So, you know, whatever. I guess some people are into that. But yeah, and it's just like, oh, okay. And it's. It's, it's, it is interesting because they, like, take them on dates, so they go, like, axe-throwing or something. But yeah. everyone else in there is just a person in there. So you see, like, in the background, people just having their lunch, just pointing, going, why is there a fucking panda throwing an axe? That's really weird. 
it's 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 pretty honestly it's so weird it's pretty entertaining and like when when one of them gets voted off they show the person a picture of the person who's voted them off like the you know the 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 main date chooser i don't know and like without their prosthesis on and they usually go oh fuck i'm gonna cry She's well fit, isn't it? Well, most of them don't say that because most of the most of, Half the of them are American. Most of them are American. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like in London. Yeah, it's, it's really so weird. weird. It's so weird. But yeah, and like, and like there was one guy who there's this girl who's like, oh my god, so I like do this, and she was like super American hyper, and she went on a date with this guy. And he was like, so how would you describe yourself? She's like, I am, like, super crazy. Like, every- all my friends would call me psych- psychotic. I just want a baby. I'm 23. And he's like, oh. <laughs> you know, he's, like, the only normal person in that room. What I liked is when uh, he got voted off, he was like, yes. Yeah, he was like, yeah. And then was, like, fucking fist bumping the other two going, <laughs> yeah. No offense. But yeah. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, the moment she told me that all of her friends would have called her a psychopath, I was like, I'm out. And I'm like, actually, that's really healthy. That's, uh, that's really fucking healthy. A fair, a fair decision on, on that man's yeah. part. So that is, it is very odd to behold, but very interesting at the same time. And I just wish they'd have someone who looked normal. You know, it's an average person. It, it's one of the, like, because uh, I, I saw, like, most of it while you were watching it because it's it's the it's, it's something you have to see it's so weird if it's on you can't look away you know? yeah um it's absolute garbage shit tier television but, with, but it kind of knows that it is but it knows that it is and the level of like skill that has gone into most there's a couple of really shaky ones but yeah. most of the prosthetics that they wear means that the surreality of it all <laughs> Is is just fascinating. Well, yeah, it's like you're watching a demon and a baboon make out under an umbrella in like fucking center parks. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Uh, hello. Or the guy who's the chicken who has two mouths. His beak is above his mouth. Yeah, that one was a bit weird. It was a bit creepy. So, some of them do get a bit Cronenbergy. But... Yeah, but no, it's fucking weird. But yeah, um, and yeah, that's that's me done. You've done. That's me done. Done everything. So yeah, wibble it, just a little bit. Hello. What have you been up to, Biscuit? I've been up to quite a few things. Has any of them been a video game? Two of them have been video games. I am sick of you coming in here, trying to make this a video game podcast, of which there are none, and showing me up personally. So, I beat, I not only played two, I've beaten two. Okay, get uh, the first one is Control, which I won't talk about too much because oh, okay. I've talked about it in the past. But um, SCP with a cute redhead. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, Control's fucking great. Um, it, it's also something that I don't want to talk about too much because um, I don't want to spoil the things that make it great because it's a game that is buoyed mo- mostly by how good its writing is. Like the combat's pretty good, and there's a lot to it, and you, you gain a lot of abilities, and it. You know, it does fun things with it, um, but like it's the writing and presentation that really elevates it. Like a good example would be because, so the basic idea is it's like it's like SCP stuff. Secure, where... contain, protect. That if you don't know what SC the SCP if... Foundation is, you should definitely Google it because it's a, basically a collection of creepy pastas. It's um, very cool, and it basically takes the stuff that I like from SCPs and excises all the stuff that I find kind of silly. So there's not really m- monsters. 
there, there are, but there isn't. It, it, it's not really it's monsters. It's more kind of like weird occurrences. Yeah, it's more about objects that have been imbued with power or imbued with some, like, um, what was the word? Some attribute that is unnatural and the, the Bureau of Control... Um, takes these things in and has like they have like a fuck they have a big jail called the Panopticon. Yes, yes, very smart. You've read books. Um Yeah. <laughs> um uh which where they have all these things and they they have their own their their own quirks. Like their own there's a, containment. There's a fridge that has to be watched 24/7. Um, Why? Because otherwise, you know, just make sure it's running. I didn't actually complete that mission, oh. um, so I don't know what the, what the things to are. Know but what the fridge does. I'll, I'll be meaning to go back and do some of the side quests and stuff. Um, I can guarantee you, though, it will be more satisfying than the cake of infinite growth that's an SCP, <laughs> yes. which is a shit SCP that I hate because it has no idea about... Okay, okay, okay. I'm very briefly going to touch on it because otherwise I will talk about it for hours. It is said that if you don't eat this cake completely, it will cover the Earth's surface by replicating itself in like four days, which is just like. And I think it does it give you like seem a gro- like a problem. It gives you like a growth rate of how how like much it increases its mass, and it's like there is no fucking way that a cake. I mean, okay, like barring obviously it's a fucking cake and cakes aren't inherently magical although i would argue black forest ghettos are (laughs) (laughs) i want to eat cake okay um it's it's just oh it's very silly and it's like okay if this exists solve world hunger with it you won't nourish people with it but you'll be feeding them they'll have they'll have food in their bellies oh no we just keep it there and get d-class personnel to eat the cake you Every see, few hours, you and see, you're that's like, oh, not get the part. That's not the part that bothers me because it, effectively it's like a shady government organization wasting ev- resources to do shady shit, which is literally and the not history of solve world hunger, which I guess actually is very yeah, fitting. That yeah, is... checks out. Yeah, um, I, you know what? Hush my whole mouth. I'm sorry. But this is the same. It's the same kind of thing. But it, it really focuses on objects of power and altered items, which is yeah. the name for it. Objects of power are greater, uh, like more powerful, and they can be like bound to a user who can then gain their abilities. And that's where all of your abilities come from. So, like, I think uh, the um, like dash that you get comes from like a a um, carousel like horse. Oh God! Uh, that would just zip around uh, and and stuff. There's like a TV that gives you the ability to fly because that's what it could do. It could like hover, just like a real TV. Yeah, just like a real. That's TV. That's what CRTs used to do, uh, kiddies before uh, before all these yeah. LCD screens. We had to have floating CRTs, <laughs> cathode ray tubes. That's what cathode means. It means the ability to fly. It does not. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, so they, they have all these things and it, it sort of covers that and you find out that the, the Bureau itself, the history of it, and it's great. But a good example of like the game having just a really fun sense of humor where it has this quite serious and, and, and like um, over the top kind of story. But then you'll like enter a room and it is covered in post-it notes like every surface is covered in post-it notes and you find like an actual like report in there that someone's saying okay um after placing down the this item uh that was like a um an altered item post-it note it started multiplying and i can no longer use my office so if you need me i'll be in the cafeteria filling out my paperwork (laughs) 
<laughs> I love it how it's just it's an inconvenience yeah, because yeah. It, there would be yeah, they, why can't you absorb that power and just like <laughs> just like oh an enemy because it's not an it's not an object of power it's merely an, ob- an altered object which is two different oh, classifications okay, okay, if, okay. I rem- if I remember because how really. cool would it be to have the power of post-its Alan Wake <laughs> is also canonically part of this universe yes, as is. is technically Max Payne because of that but Mac, but they can't well, call Alan it that Wake. because Max Payne is owned by Rockstar yeah um, but like uh, canonically in the story how it should be Alan Wake wrote Max yes. Payne um, but you actually meet Alan Wake in, in Control as a DLC for it that's that's bananas did Kasabian play? Uh, no but there was a bunch of licensed music in it so if you're yeah. streaming it there is a button to turn that off oh excellent um, I love it when there's buttons to turn that off but yeah um, I do think the end of the game um, the combat it gets a bit combat heavy and um, because of the way the game works it's level up system if you're a bit under leveled for a place it can be a bit of a pain in the ass um, to get past that so I, I, I don't know, I'm not 100% like cool with like the combat towards the end yeah it's not bad, but it's just, you know, it's that sort of thing where, like, that's the sort of level of, like, critique I have to have. Aside from the fact that it's optimised, like, dog shit. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's a really good game and absolutely worth your time. Uh, the other game I played was a much smaller affair, which was called Deepest Sword. Oh, are. Which is... <laughs> so, I do you remember that? that? Day. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I, when I was watching Sexy Beast. <laughs> uh, so... On, what was it you called it? Porn... Flicks. flicks or something <laughs> I don't I think that is such a bad name for a porn site that it doesn't exist <laughs> let me google it real quick okay you, you google that while I explain <laughs> it look so, at porn while you <laughs> yeah sure it'll keep you entertained I'll turn um, my volume down yeah it's probably the best um, so you know that game uh, getting over it with is it Bennett Foddy um, oh my god it is an actual thing <laughs> okay <laughs> That's a real. That's that's a real thing. I'm gonna search for uh, Winky. Um, Winky porn videos. Oh, there aren't any. Oh wow! Know. It's almost as if that's not a, a normal word that would be used within pornography. Oh, there's a lot of boobs. Yeah, that, that, will, that will that will happen in pornography. Anyway, Deepest Sword. It's it's like the kind of Bennett Foddy um, getting over it thing, uh, where you are you're not able to jump. Um, but you need to, like, climb things. And the way you do it is that you have a big, heavy sword, like, basically your fucking guts from Berserk. Um, <laughs> and the entire thing is based around the joke, is it in yet? <laughs> oh my God. Because you, you, you climb your way up, like, the initial level, which is just really climbing up a dragon, who, who does literally say, is it in yet, when you jam the sword into their hole... Um, and it's not long enough. Um, so then you get you die and you respawn, but your sword is longer. It ain't and, about the size of the the, uh, the 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 bark and iron. It's about the uh, the skill of the. And user. every time your sword gets bigger, another section of level is added, so you have more to get through. <laughs> and <laughs> and eventually <laughs> it gets long enough to actually uh, defeat the dragon. There is a fair bit of innuendo in it, yes. And it's quite short if you're really good at the game. Yeah. It starts off short. If you're really, really good at the game, if you'd have started playing it when I first mentioned its name, you could have beaten it by now. Uh, it took me like 20 minutes or something. Um, so I'm not very good at those games anyway. Um, but it's free on Steam. 
if you're interested, it's <clears throat> a weird experience. What was it um, called again? Is it in yet? Uh, <laughs> deepest sword. Deepest sword. Okay. I would right. have called it pork sword. It is. It is a regular sword. It's just really long. It should be made of pork. It. No, because it's. I think it's just sexual enough. If they'd have done anything more, then it mm, it would have crossed the line why? into just being just being crass. Why can't yeah. it be? I mean, it's Shut already up. pretty, but you know. Shit, I forgot the name of it. Oh God. Dong. Um, yeah, um, d- d- yeah. Dong Dongians and dragons. No, <laughs> uh, it, it's the it's the Willy game where they've got yeah, buttholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's genital banned on... jousting. General yes. jousting. That's, That's it. it. Yeah, I just want to play general jousting again. Well, you can. That bemoans the uh, the just the inherent fatalist nature of capitalism and how it is just a big machine that kills hopes, dreams, and the human spirit. And also, that game does cover there's that, a lot yeah. of personal responsibility there. And also, you are a penis. Yep. Yep. Anyway, um, so yeah, game. Deeper Sword is is a, it is a video game that exists, and you can play it right now. Um, you could play it uh, while this podcast is is playing. In fact, uh, that's a thing you could do. Um, and then let us know um, how you found it. I like okay, so I like disassociated for a moment and forgot you weren't talking about control. And I thought there was like an object of power that is just a big dick innuendo thing. And honestly, that wouldn't be massively out of not place. not that I remember. Not that I remember. We haven't done um, all the side quests. The rest of the things I want to talk about are all cartoons because I apparently spent the mo- most of the last month watching cartoons. Well, you couldn't do, do any work because I was either depressed or like. Literally couldn't speak. Or it was too hot. Or it was too hot. Mm. It's been, yeah, the last few weeks It has been it's hellish. Been Climate change is real. We Fuck are, everything. We are somehow, in terms of our schedule, either, like, several weeks behind or several weeks ahead on everything. Have we, like, lapped with, ourselves? With no in-between. So I, I think I said on Twitter, <laughs> I think um, we're going to end up, like, a bus service and, like, all of the videos are going to come at once. <laughs> I thought both of us were going to come at once. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, <laughs> I want to talk about children's cartoons after that. Um, mm. Well, okay, um, I'm going to talk about um, three good um, cartoons and one incredibly bad cartoon. Which way round do you think I should talk about? I think you should leave the worst for last. Okay, yeah. build up yeah. to it, you know? Okay, so um, the first one I want to talk about is uh, Masters of the Universe Revelation. Oh, that looks really cool. And Mark Hamill plays Skeletor. He does. Um, which... And so is Lena Cersei. Cersei. She, <laughs> she, she does not play Skeletor as well. No, she plays fucking like Serpentera. I can't remember her name. <laughs> fucking hell. Evelyn. Serpentera, that's what I say. <laughs> no. I'm um, just, I just, I just wish I could be here, and I'm really angry that I'm um, not. I don't want to give away anything about this one, other than to say it's quite cool, and it messes with expectations, and that makes the worst people on YouTube real mad, which I didn't is care. quite funny. I didn't care about He-Man or, or She-Ra. Then, like, they made it good, and now I'm angry yeah. about it because isn't I am uncomfortable when it's not about me. Yeah. It's genuinely really cool, and I, I do recommend you watch it. Um, it's it's one of those things where they've, like, split the story up into two halves. Um, so we've got the first part of it now, and it's going to have another part later. I don't know if they are actually counting them as two separate seasons, or if it's like season one, part one, season Oh, they're, do- one, they're, they're not two having seasons now. They're all being snooty pricks and going, oh, this is this is part one. It's like, mm-hmm. motherfucker, it's season one. 
Uh, Don't oh, you fucking oh, the, try the, and be the, fancy. The bad one I've got to talk about does that in spades. Ugh, so, um, gross. Um, but yeah, that, that's um, it, it's really good. Def- definitely recommend. Uh, great performances all round. Um, yeah, and but there's some seriously strong vocal chops there. They and have... also, Man at Arms is fucking hot as shit. <laughs> oh, he daddy. Um, and yeah, some just just real fun ways of playing with the setting. And integrating the silliness in with trying to make it more um, grounded, but not fucking around with it. Also, hearing Evelyn say, uh, go, oh, bollocks, uh, was something I didn't know I needed in my life. <laughs> Pretty good. Excellent. Um, second is uh, a centaur world. Um, I which follow is... one of the uh, the main people involved in that. Um Oh, uh, Megan Nicole Dong? Yeah, I follow her on, yeah. on Twitter. I've been, been following her for a long while. Yeah, I've been following her for years talented. from her, her weird shark comics yeah, that she used yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah, she's real cool. Because, um, yeah, I think she's the creator and, like, showrunner of it, mm. if I remember right. Mm. She, she was posting a lot of, like, um, uh, like uh, art guides and stuff, like reference sheets and stuff. Yeah, I've seen some reference out, sheets. She, uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so the, the basic thing of that show is that in in a sort of like it's almost like um a, a, like avatar the last airbender style kind of world where there is um this rider she's just known as rider throughout the show who has has a horse uh, like a war horse and they're dealing with these fucking like orcs i think they actually state that they're supposed to be minotaurs mm-hmm. um or minotaurs how minotaurs. you however you want to pronounce it i don't care um but like uh, and they're fighting those, and they've got like an artifact, and they're they're racing through. And like the animation in this like first bit is like this like really high octane, like great action animation. It's really cool, like defeating these things. And then a thing happens, and the horse wakes up in a cartoon world full of centaurs that are like centaurs of different animals. So there's like a llama. Everything is a centaur. Yeah, there's a llama centaur. There's a bird centaur. There's a giraffe centaur. There's a naked a, mole rat centaur yeah, who's the best character in the world. They're not a naked mole rat. They're just a mole. They're a mole. Uh, but he. The, but the upper half is just a naked man. Comfortable Doug is the best character in fiction. Comfortable I know Doug. That, His name's yes. Comfortable Doug. And he has a music number and the, the fucking funniest <laughs> shit is he turns around to a vegetable. like I think he's like a carrot and he goes, I know that you are a vegetable, but are you... Comfortable. <laughs> Which is the best. Uh, comfortable Dog is the best character, and I love them. I love Comfortable Dog so much. Um, but yeah, it's like a musical as well. There's so, like, every, every episode has, like, multiple musical numbers in it. Um, it, it it's quite, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's really weird. It's really fucking weird. In the weird. best way. Like, uh, a good example would be they go through, like, their... Because um, all the centaurs have magical powers. Because uh, the horse can suddenly talk when they enter this, this centaur world as well. Um, which, you know, so they freak out initially. And then they meet all of these cartoon characters. Because on, on a fundamental level, though they're all cartoon characters, the horse, who is that's just their name, is just horse. They are not supposed to be, like, a cartoon character. It's kind of supposed to be a bit of a, a like... It's, it's Space Jam. Uh, it's the space horse jam, is Michael good. Jordan. 
Um, Michael Hall and it enters into this cartoon world and like they've all got magical powers and like one of the magical powers is they can fire smaller versions of themselves out of their hooves that is so weird and then they land and then these things scream and run away and they they scream in existential horror and and, and the horse is like where do they go and they're like we have no idea Yeah. It's fucking weird, but yeah, it's, it's like, a lot of fun. It's like one of them I, that opens up their stomach and then is a fucking kleptomaniac. The Dia one is a kleptomaniac and keeps jamming things they steal inside of their portal stomach hole. It's and this so is weird. this is portrayed in ways that are both like it's them eating something and in ways that are somewhat sexual. <laughs> oh. And they occasionally try and fit things that are much bigger than them inside their hole. It's fine, you just gotta work your way up to it, it's fine. Yeah, with lots of uncomfortable language revolving around that. They are fucking great. (laughs) I just just typed it into my phone to remember what it was so I can check it out, because it sounds very intriguing. And I've learned that Jamie Cullum's in it, so that's something I've learned. Okay. (laughs) I I, I don't really know Um, the the, the, the voice cast. Pop jazz weirdness, I don't know. Fuck yeah, oh yeah, he was famous like 20 years ago. I have no idea if he was like an X Factor or pop stars or I don't know one of those ones or he might have just been like famous for you know wasn't he like one of those pop stars who like is actually like unreasonably talented I can um, just no say idea. drama Matt and they just were able to become famous for a brief time and everyone's like but this is like this isn't like a regular pop star thing this is like someone who's like a proper like pianist like they they actually yeah. like, who just uh, happens like, to have taken the pop star route yeah, and, and they got like, spat out because it's oh hey they're kind of pop jazz musician. stuff oh. Yeah, yeah I, maybe, I, I, but I just hadn't heard his name for like I don't know ten years, and he's, mm. he play, he plays Sunfish Murgai apparently, whatever that means. Oh, excellent, <gasps> Sunfish Murgai! <laughs> oh, I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything about Sunfish Murgai, but that entire segment is fucking great. Especially the lead up to him is beautiful. Literally, we've um, like dragged me away from the computer. I was like, you have to look at this. This <laughs> this is something you'll understand. Uh, this <laughs> I was like, they made oh. me draw so many eggs. <laughs> And I, You'll understand that later. I felt a great um, kinship with yeah, that. Yeah, um, that's great. I also don't want to say, because what I'm saying, I don't want to insinuate that every pop star is like fucking talentless. Oh, no, 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 no. Some kind of are, but lots aren't. Don't, I, don't, I, don't want to be, I don't want to be, oh, they're not like real music, because fuck it, what is real music? Who cares? If you like sounds, you like sounds. Mm-hmm. What sounds you like, I don't want to yeah. get fucking a dickhead about it. Unless it's Katy um, Perry, because she is abysmal live. <laughs> I she cannot wonder, hold a tune. I wonder if she ever did learn to sing. No, I, I don't she, she had so much raw potential there. But, like, the times I've seen her see li- sing live is just like, are you even trying? Mm. Out, completely out of time, completely out of tune. And it's like, look, I, it, please just develop this skill because <laughs> you will have a great voice. But um, anyway, anyway. The other, the, the other really good one is I caught up with what has been currently aired, because it's cur- the second season is currently airing, of The Owl House. Which, I am haunted constantly by my actions. Which is hoot, hoot. fucking spectacular. Um, the Owl yeah, House. Yeah, you will love the yeah, Owl House. I cannot owl recommend. House. Yeah, yes. I cannot. It, it, the first season's on Disney Plus now in the in the UK. I don't know if the second season's on like it in other countries yet. Um, but uh, it is spectacular. The characters in it are great. Um, King is basically how I envision myself. King. There, Visually, uh, yeah, there's a character called King who is like a, basically a dog, but with a skull face. Yeah, uh, they're King of Demons, is what that, that and they're means. super cute. Um, they're voiced by Alex Hirsch, the guy that did uh, that was the main guy behind Gravity Falls, mm-hmm. who also voices a uh, Hootie, who is 
the manifestation of the Owl House itself, who is a Lovecraftian horror that is mostly <laughs> just annoying to people. And every every line that Hootie has is fucking gold. I, I Again, this is another one I don't want to say too much about because it is too good to spoil things about. But it like has that thing where it's nice and wholesome and has lots of fun things. It's also, if, say, hypothetically, you happen to be really into a series uh, that was about a magical school and uh, you have been put off uh, ever consuming any part of it again by the fact that its author is an absolute garbage person. Um, just hypothetically putting that out there. Just, you know, stabbing in the dark. <laughs> then the owl- she'll get if she doesn't start fucking bucking up her ideas. Then the Owl House has a magical school, but is also, like, just really wholesome and super gay and It gets great. gay. Um, <laughs> it's great. Uh, legit. Uh, and really funny. Like, just really, like, the amount of times we're watching it and you just, I'm just, like, laughing out loud at this, this kid's TV show. Um, re- really good. Cannot recommend Owl House enough. Uh, it goes into the pantheon of like really good recent um, like animated series, like you know your, your Steven Universes and DuckTales. Like, yeah, du- yeah I-, I actually watched the end of uh, the last few episodes of um, the last season of DuckTales as well because I hadn't caught up. And that is also yeah, just unreasonably good kids TV shows. Um, yeah. Now get to the shit one. Yeah, <laughs> I did watch one that was absolutely fucking terrible, which wasn't a kids one. Um, per se, but it was. Um, I watched the entirety of the Transformers War for Cybertron trilogy, which is on Netflix. It was. Pre- it was really entertaining for me because you had to keep pausing it every fifteen minutes to complain for half an hour, <laughs> and then went back to it. It's that kind of show. It is. Um, now it's it's um, partially done by the Rooster Teeth guys, so that's why it sucks. Um, <laughs> I have I, I have never watched a Rooster Teeth video. Oh, I have. I, okay, I've seen a couple of Red vs. Blue videos, but um, all I'll say is I have no ill will to these people, but I, I their sense of humour is not my sense of humour. So yeah, I've I, I never got into Red vs. Blue people, uh, But the sense of humour is just something I'm not into. Yeah, it's not my thing. Um, so I went into this like completely clean, like I've got no... Um, I had no preconceptions going into it. I didn't even know how people liked it or anything. Um, how much people liked it. Yeah, how much people liked it. Um, and I quickly found out that it was um, shit and most people thought it was crap. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Let's see. The best way to describe it is... So it's, it's, a, it's a CG um, Transformers series and it's based broadly on G1. So it starts off on Cybertron with... You know, you've got original Optimus Prime, original Megatron, all, all the, all the like, original cast are kind of there. And it goes through... Um, like a new kind of framing of events. Like they come to Earth, but it's different. Um, and it sort of resolves that initial conflict in a different way. It's sort of what it's kind of doing. And it does it in this trilogy, which is three ones, which I think, I, I think the first one's called Siege, the second one's called Earthrise, and the third one's called Kingdom. Um, and they're all, I think they're all six episodes long. Six or eight, I forget. Um, and it, that all sounds kind of cool. Like it's going for a bit of a darker vibe. It, it's it's trying. To, it's obviously trying to appeal to people like me who grew up watching the original cartoon. That's what it's. That's who it's trying to appeal to. And like, okay, fair enough. Um, and 
like, uh, like you know, that, that doesn't seem like a bad idea. The problem is, is that it is plagued with um, some of the worst, like, kind of structural kind of writing I've seen in a show ever. Um, it is written like, so um, it's written like a serialized fan fiction. And I don't mean that as a slight on fan fiction. I read a lot of fan fiction and it's good. So. Yeah, that, that's no slight on people who write fan fiction or read fan fiction. What it means is that there is particular quirks of the way that, like, say if someone starts writing a fan fiction and they did not intend for it to, they were just writing it like chapter by chapter. They didn't really know where they were going apart from a broad idea. So ideas will be brought up in one chapter and then just kind of dropped because they realized they didn't really know what they wanted to do with it. Uh, And they're just kind of writing and just seeing where it ends. It's not like a big, like, end point planned. Um, It feels like that. Uh, so MacGuffins, like things will be brought up in an episode and then two episodes later are discarded and you go, oh, they're going to bring it up later. And then they just don't ever (laughs) for the rest of it. Like a good example. And I don't mind spoiling this because it's a shit series and you shouldn't watch it. Um, and also it's not important because nothing is important in the show. Um, (laughs) At one point, a character dies, and um, they are they are said to have um, like the Autobots. Um, they have the whole Matrix of Leadership thing that Optimus Prime has, and another member has like the combined knowledge and strategy of um, their predecessors, uh, and that's like the other part of the leadership. So they share the the leadership, just you know how how like the power of it, um, and that's how they're supposed to work. And when they, when that per, when that uh, robot is killed, um, that knowledge goes out to the next worthy worthy transformer, which goes to um, filthy liberal um, Bumblebee because he hasn't chosen a side. He's sitting on the fence. Um, you know what they say about not choosing a side? It always sides with the status quo. Uh, calling him a liberal is actually wildly inaccurate, um, but but like it go it goes to him, and so he's got like the, all this knowledge um, because he hasn't decided whether he wants to join the Decepticons or the Autobots, and in doing so, he joins up with the Autobots and um, sort of you know f- learns out about their kind of um, ethos and kind of tries to join in with what they're doing, and. Then a virus is spread that takes that knowledge away from him. So he's no longer got all the tactics and stuff. And then it never comes up again in the entirety of the rest of the show. Well, I mean, it's not that important, is it? So it's like this thing that is brought up, this, oh, God, where did it go? Where did this power go? And they're like, we must track down this power. Like, yeah. And then it just, they just don't do anything with it. And it just it just becomes irrelevant, like on episode four, and I, it's like mentioned like once again. And this happens multiple times throughout the show. Of something it big does is sound brought like up. Really scatterbrained, poorly yeah. written. Fan it, it's just it, it like the it's like they wrote the story out in one sitting and then didn't, or I guess in lots of lots does of sitting. Does it feel like a first draft? Published? Yeah, it, it's like not even like even a first draft feels like it would just be messy in places, but it just has lots of things that are brought up and abandoned. Also, it has lots of like characters who will appear in ways that don't make sense. So a good example is quite late on in the series, there is a part where um, some characters are in a jail. Uh, They've been locked up by the Decepticons and there is a finite amount at this point of 
Decepticons and Autobots in play. You should have a good idea of how many there are on either side for any stakes to hold, like, to hold any kind of weight. And then, for one episode, Astro Train, uh, the, uh, the one that turns into both a train and a space shuttle, is just in the episode as the jailer. And you're like, where did they come from? Where, where did they come from? I thought I knew every Decepticon that was uh, that was around right now, and it keeps doing that. They'll just like you'll think you'll have a handle on how many characters are in this show, and then it'll just introduce one for an episode. And you go, okay, I guess I've got to fucking deal with Cog now, um, and then he's just gone. Uh, admittedly, in Cog's case, he gets fucking killed, but um, although he does also get scanned at one point, um, and like for weapons, or like he's got no weapons, he turns into a gun. Um, then he technically doesn't have any weapons. He is a weapon. You can see the cannons on his shoulder because he turns into like a mounted gun thing. And like it's and that's a plot point because he turns into the gun while they're inside. It can't. It's not. It's not just like machines. It's not just like a thing where you can just ignore it because oh yeah, he turns into like a mount, like some cannons that people wear on their shoulders. So it's like ah, it's fine. It, 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 it's it, like you know if he, if they never addressed it in the thing, you're just not supposed to think about it. But no, he turns into them, and that's a plot point. So it makes no. It's really fucking weird, and the show is full of shit like that. Um, but there is. It does have the biggest crime. The biggest crime that I cannot forgive it for. So, um, the voice acting is mostly alright. Oh, I know where um, this is going. I've got to brace myself. Yeah. So, um, Ultimus Prime, uh, the person doing their voice is trying to do their best, um... Oh, what's his fucking name? Peter Cullen? Was it so, the, guy, the guy that did the... Yeah, something the like that. original... I might got that wrong, but the guy that did the original Optimus Prime voice, he's trying to do a version of his voice, and he can do a decent impersonation of it when he's speaking. But if he needs to shout, he can't do it. So he ends up sounding, most of the time, like Optimus Prime is passing a kidney stone. Hmm? Um, <laughs> People have said that about me, too. Megatron has a very different take on the character. He's kind of, he talks like more placidly a lot he does get angry and stuff but he's mostly kind of talking down 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 low uh, and it and to make it it makes him into more of a menacing role and it's different to obviously the original version uh, the frank welker did his voice originally um yeah. it's very different to that version and it's like you know what it works i mean yeah it's like, do, yeah it's doing its own thing um there's there ain't nothing like wrong with trying something new especially when you know there's a certain amount of um, iconicness yeah, to to yeah. a thing. It's it's like the whole kind of like, yeah, I don't like Jared Leto's Joker, but they couldn't do a Heath Ledger, even though yeah. they ended up basically just making him gangster Heath Ledger Joker. <laughs> but shit, and well, Jared Leto can go die in a fucking hole. Th- this is actually a good example of that because um, the person trying to imitate the G one Optimus Prime ends up just being a bad version of this that. Is, this is the thing. Don't, the... don't imitate stuff unless you're like, I don't know, Mark Hamill. Because <laughs> he's, he's a fantastic voice actor. But like, don't imitate stuff because you'll never be perfect. You yeah. might as well just do something on your own because you might make a new 
perfect. Yeah, and the Megatron mm. one works quite well. Now, uh, in the last season of it, they come to Earth and they meet the Maximals and Predacons from Beast Wars. Beast Wars was fucking legit. Beast it Wars was is... so terrible, I loved it. No, but it, actually, watch it again. Like, the, the, it was aged really badly, um, like, visually. But, oh, yeah. but story-wise, um, Beast Wars is actually genuinely pretty good. I fucking love it. Um, My favourite part is when they turned back into their animal forms, because it was so rare to see. They did all the time. It was all in every episode all the time. I wanted more of it. it they, they, there was a whole thing that they could only stay in their robot forms for so long. Because of the, uh, the Energon knocking around, if I remember rightly. I wanted more of it. Okay. Well, they were in it most of the time. I wanted more. I, I think you might be misremembering the show. Maybe. <laughs> like, <laughs> But you can't prove that. Not in any way I mean, I can has. because you were saying they should be in their beast forms more. And that no, was their I remember like, form. oh, what was the white tiger dude? T- uh, Tigertron Tr- yeah, or something. Yeah, I think his name was Tigertron. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, of course it was. Like you never saw him. You 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 barely ever saw. He him. He wasn't in the show much. He because no, no, like in in his like fucking he was like robot. Well, he, you saw him in his tiger form like all the time because like he would like show up to Cheetor and be like, "Hey, Cheetor, uh, I'm also a cat person." Yeah, he was. Let's hang out, bro. He was one of the ones. Do you that... like candy? He was one of the ones that didn't like join the main cast for a long time. He was a time, filthy liberal because he was um, he was kind of nomadic. And, yeah. yeah. Um, I think he he was more of a conscientious objector. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, anyway, but yeah, they come to, and they meet the, they meet them, and um, it is a bit weird because uh, you're used to seeing the um, Beast Wars robots in CGI because they originally were. Yeah. Uh, and the designs of the Autobots and Decepticons are based on the toys more than anything else. So there is a bit of a weird incongruity because they they do all of the original Transformers looking like toys, but then all of the Beast Wars ones look like their original CGI version. So it's a bit weird. They don't really look like they belong together sometimes. But the big crime they do when they do when they do that is that there are two I think really iconic voice performances. In um, Beast Wars, there is Dinobot. Di- there is Dinobot's voice, which is mostly funny because it's Lord Bale from Dawn of War One. Yeah, uh, the, the voice <laughs> actually does doing the same voice, literally the same voice, <laughs> and it's great. And Megatron, because the Megatron in that has his classic turn of phrase where he'll be talking and then go, "Yes." yes. And it's great. It's perfect. That was the best part of <laughs> another, that fucking show. Another good example of someone putting their own spin on that version of Megatron. And it's the most... It's like the... If you're going to do a Megatron... Like, I know we're talking about doing your own spin on it. But the version of Beast Wars Megatron they have... They give him a yes in, like, his, like his opening little bit of dialogue. And it's just like, oh, yes, we came over here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like it was he like he even, was like proofreading the line before they even started recording. He didn't it. even milk it. He's actually <laughs> he's he's just got such an unmemorable voice. What was it you said? You said that literally no one's Megatron yes is bad. I've but ne- he managed to do it yeah, badly. I have never heard anyone do a Beast Wars Megatron yes that hasn't been fun. Like all he had to do was when he did that one line because if they just didn't want to have that be a thing in his his thing. Fine. Honestly, Whatever. I would have preferred if they New just thing. hadn't had a reference. Yeah, to if it. they didn't have it in there, okay. I mean, I don't. I really don't like how they um, the characterization of Megatron in. Uh, oh of, yeah, he's like simpering after like other Megatron. He he is simping hard for OG Megatron in a way that makes his character completely uninteresting. It's he's uh, just yeah. a stumbling little shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the fact that he doesn't do that, I was like watching it and going like, if you're gonna have Beast Wars Megatron, why not have the yes? 
Like, he doesn't have to have the same voice. He can have his own performance, but at least have one. Yes. Yeah. Like, because that's just, that's just that character. It's the thing everyone or remembers Or if you could, like, him. not do that. You know what I would do? Mm. I would have it so that a bunch of the um, Deceptimals or what, I can't remember. What, Predacons. <laughs> Predacons. <laughs> Fuck, I, okay, I used to watch that a lot and I can't remember well, anything about it. This show you don't remember basically, like... Anything about apparently I have memory problems, you fucking asshole. Anyway, all of your like you say. Oh yeah, the one thing I hated about the show was when I hated they when were like a, Fran Drescher showed up and was, started taking care of the kids. It was, it was terrible. Like, what? I hated it when Doctor Fraser Crane. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when his brother fucking. Hank I hated McCoy it when it was X-Men. a spin-off of Heavy Gear. Fuck off! Okay. I hated it when Bob and Dot. Bob and Dot. We're, 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 Bob and Dot. Yeah. Bob and Dot. Yeah. 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 Okay. We're, we're running around. Are we? Yeah. Are we? Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. I would have had it so that he like like that initial thing would have like that initial encounter was like oh yes let's do that yes and then I'd have like a bunch of like predacons afterwards being like did you see megatron he was all like oh yes like i would have had yeah. them like making fun because it's a reference and they, they go did, look we know the thing is they did have a few self-referential jokes like that in the show but it was just i don't know it, that, that that like when i say that that was like the biggest crime honestly that's small potatoes because the, the big problem with it is it's just so poorly written from start to finish like <laughs> the dialogue is not in that he- was so <laughs> fucking brutal it, that's just it though like the dialogue is not in and of itself that much of a problem most of the time it has some real clunkers but it's not the big problem like a lot of the time but it is just it it it's just so when so when someone says it's like fan fiction every negative possible interpretation of that you can take from it is present there with the possible exception of that all the characters fuck um they fuck they don't oh they do, they, do establish, they do establish a few, like, relationships between characters, but they're all, like, not really a big deal. Mm. So, you know. Um, but, yeah, um, I cannot recommend Transformers War for Cybertron Trilogy. It is very bad. And it is bad in a way that if you start watching it, you will feel the need to watch the rest of it. Because you will go... Like watching a train crash? Yeah, you'll go, this can't continue to be this much of a mess. But no... It, it can. <laughs> also, a really fun thing is they obviously couldn't. Uh, they didn't obviously didn't have the budget to like have transformations for everybody. So the amount of times you'll you'll a, a, a character will run off screen, you'll hear the transformation <laughs> noise, and then there'll be a car on the other side. Wow! <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Wow. It, it's, How yeah. intellectually dishonest. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. It, it's it's weird. It's very weird. I do love your summing up. This minor nitpick I have isn't really the issue. The real issue is that it's entirely shit all over. <laughs> yeah, okay, right. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, this tiny issue, isn't it? But my biggest problem is the fact that everyone to do with this is a murderer. Um, the writing was like the worst thing I've ever you see, read. This is, this is actually the thing. It's what, I, what, what I'm really trying to, or was really trying to get at there rather than just, like, I, I am being like hyperbolic, you know. Um, but the problem is, is like each individual part of it is, is not unsalvageable except for its overall structure, and that's the big problem. Is that the, it's like the the ba- like the the nuts and bolts writing of how it gets from point A to point B, like the the dialogue, how it gets there is sometimes clunky, but often but is serviceable, uh, uh, like 
it's fine. But it's just how they chose to... The base narrative of it is just a mess. And it makes the... It undermines every single possible good thing about it. The main antagonist of this three-part mini... Like, well, this... this it's like three mini-series that are one big series. Like, there are even three mm. entries on Netflix. It's unnecessary. Oh, yeah. Um, even that, like, that's a good example. Like, why would... That just makes it awkward to watch. Like, why would you do that? Um, and they've done... And, and all of the possible good things about it. Like, the animation's fine. The action's fine. It has some fun moments. Getting getting the Beast Wars and, and old stuff together is cool. It has Starscream. Always a plus. Um, but just, it's... It is much less than, like, the sum of its parts. Like... It's, it should be better, but that one thing of that it does everything to make you not care about its narrative means that any possible good from it is completely taken away. And I was shocked by the end of it. I was like, I am shocked by how bad this was. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I'm not even a big Transformers guy, so I had no, like... The, the last Transformers thing I have real strong memories of is G1, which is not good. <laughs> I remember before we were dating, we were chatting on fucking... God, what? MSN Messenger. Yeah. And you were, like, just jacking off about the Transformers Michael Bay movie. Because they put out a, a re- an admittedly very cool teaser. Which... Yeah, the original one. Yeah. yeah. Which was like, oh yeah, look, we've got a little drone on, on some planet. Isn't this cool? And you see it like a Transformer just like football kick the fucking thing. And you were just like, oh, it's so good. I love Transformers, me. And I'm like, yep. We're going to fuck a what? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't like that. Our courtship was a strange one. It wasn't. Um... But yeah, if if you liked a Transformers War for Cybertron trilogy, fair enough. I don't know how, but it, you know, um, f- fair enough. I, I make ju- no judgment to you. I, I merely make judgment on the show, which is bad. And now and I will be quiet. And the people who watch it, and the people who like it, and the people who made it, and uh, humans in general. Uh, it's made me doubt the possibility of good for humanity. So there is that. Fair. Um, yeah. Um. Anyway, drama but. <laughs> Seeing as Wib never shuts the fuck up, could you, like, tell us questions? Yeah, there's some questions. Cool. What's the uh, email address? Drummer Matt. TheDrummerMatt at gmail.com. Please send your questions there. We love reading them and occasionally answering them. Mm-hmm. So, okay. drumbly bumbly. So, first up, Aurora. Hello, Aurora. Question about the Little Sisters army they mentioned a while ago. Which honestly, I can't remember. I'm very sorry. This is a purification. Yeah, yeah. So they ended up making them Dark Angel successors, but cool. they're going to rather than calling the whole thing the Sisters of Purification, they're calling the Death Wing the Sisters of Purification. So now they need names to call the other wings. Ooh. So Raven Ring are going to be Sisters of the Hunt. Ooh, but, that's solid. But they want they're they're looking for names for the Iron Ring, which are the heavy vehicles, and the Green Wing, which is the standard troops. Sisters of Iron. I mean, that's... that's I mean, yeah. I kind of want to say, like, Sisters of the Line for, like, the the standard, because that's just, like, the line troops. Yeah, sure, that's good, too. Mm. Um, or you could, you could kind of make it a bit more poetic and have it, like, Sisters of the Wall or the Bulwark. 
I, I never know how to pronounce that this word. This is the bulwark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like bulwark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can do something like that. And yeah, I do like Sisters of Iron. Um, well, of... I mean, that sounds I guess incredibly it, it, violent. Yeah. Um, Sisters of Steel. <laughs> but then you get into, like, you know, the Brotherhood of Steel and shit like that, so. Yeah. Yeah. But just, yeah, just get fucking flowery with it. I mean, like, Sisters of the Hunt is so cool already. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Drama, but what about you? Yeah, I like those suggestions, to be honest. I'm struggling to think of anything better. Mm, that's fair. We are yeah. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, sentient hair. This is a very serious and important question. Okay, sentient and, hair laid on okay. us. And I'm expecting a two-word answer from both of you at the same time. Okay. Um, how much better would the Imperial Fists be if instead of using the pain glove, they used the pain au chocolat? Fuck off. Yes, that's it. That's, that is exactly <laughs> the response I was expecting. I almost wrote it down on a bit of paper. Like, this is what they're going to respond with. <laughs> I didn't because it's an audio-visual. It wouldn't have worked. But, you know, yeah, audio-medium. Yeah. Yeah. If it helps. <laughs> if off. it helps, I just stared off into the middle distance <laughs> and just accepted that this is where my life has got. Fuck off, sentient hair. How dare you? <laughs> Actually, how fucking dare you? You come to my fucking podcast with that F- fuck you I'm so mad I didn't think of it first I am right. so mad <laughs> next up Grox um, hey Grox and answering a question that you apparently asked tonight favourite cheese oh, I ask a lot of questions yeah what's favourite cheese mozzarella but specifically on like cooked meals like cooked and melted on I like it on pizza yes it's good on pizza or a pizza is how Italians actually pizza. pronounce it. They do not. They do. They do not. You've um, been to... Que- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off the barriers. <laughs> Holy shit. Grox's question. Over the decades, we've seen all kinds of movie genres being ported into space. So we've got space western, horror in space, space Lots fantasy, blah, 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 blah. Stuff. Yeah. But there hasn't been much that was completely underwater. What genre would you like to see take place underwater? Period drama. Just exactly the same, but there's just like a water filter over them. (laughs) How fucking legit would that be? Well, I mean, I've... Don't fucking facepalm at me. That is the most aggressive facepalm I've seen you do in like the last three months. That wasn't actually a facepalm. I merely had an itch on the side of my head. I merely had an itch on the side of my head. Um... I, I I have seen a lot of genres underwater because I've watched the entire run of Sequest, which is a show that goes places. <laughs> I say this is just going to bring up Sequest, isn't it? That's um, which which has done like f- that has straight up done. It, it's a sci-fi show, but has done fantasy. Um, and we're not talking about that right now. So apart from Pride and Prejudice in like Atlantis or fucking whatever. I mean, we've done, Aquaman had kaiju in, in, in underwater kaiju, which admittedly yeah. Godzilla's in a lot of underwater kaiju as yeah. well. But you know, um, an underwater western would be pretty good. Like you know, the doors would swing open really fucking slowly <laughs> in the saloon, and then they'd be like, <laughs> like they're coming in, and then they'd be like sarsaparilla, oh, and then oh, they'd, oh, you know, oh. they'd try and throw like the fucking whiskey across, and it just wouldn't go anywhere, and I've it'd spill it. everywhere. I've got it. What? We need to do an underwater mm. dark noir detective series, which is secretly a grim dark remake of Sharky and George. Oh shit, dude! <gasps> dude. Yeah, you got it. Yep. Yeah, that's the, an- that's fucking, the answer. Yeah, fucking yeah, that's yep. it, y'all. You, okay, don't well, reveal- the follow- 
You don't reveal it at the start. Like, you actually have, like, one of the characters is called George. And And then there's the other ones, like, Sharkerton or something. It's like, no. They have a name. My my pals call me Shark. Yeah, you you learn (laughs) right at the end, you learn that their name, they they gain the nickname Sharky. Like fucking Batman 3 or whatever it was with Bane in it. With with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, oh, about the whole Robin thing. Yeah, and it's like, oh... It says that your first name's actually Robin. Why don't you go by that? And he's like, because I'm Dick Grayson. Haha, <laughs> fucking, I'm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like something like that. Yeah. Like at the very end, like, yeah. My if you don't know what, if George. you don't know what Sharky and George is, uh, ask your parents. They're, and they'll they're tell you the fuck off. of the sea. They are the crime fighters of the sea. You see, <laughs> we knew a couple of people who Dicko was friends with. He went to uni with a guy called, uh, whose who's nickname was Sharky. <laughs> And they literally went all around the campus to find a George for him to be friends with. And then they became friends. <laughs> so fucking Which is cool. Amazing. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. Um, okay, so the follow up question to that is that are we using models or CGI? Oh. In that case, um, like, if we're doing the noir thing, I'd go for CGI. Yeah. Um, like, full CGI. Yeah, full CGI, like, not, you know, so that everything is CGI, so it has a consistent Okay, yeah, look. yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's good, that's good. It's just a CG I show. you back to the Aqu- Aquaman incident. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> the Aquaman incident. Involving yeah. zombies. <laughs> incident that they made it. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> Mistakes were made. It's called Aquaman. <laughs> All right. Next up, Ryan Warhart. Hello, Ryan. Uh, fa- favorite cheese, also mozzarella. Oh, Very damn! We've got very popular cheese. This is, here. This is fresh, freshly sliced mozzarella, specifically. Oh, okay. So there is a schism in the mozzarella there faction. There is. There oh, is. Uh, okay. Can't we um, just all like cheese? Okay. So you know, one of them's the Trotskyists, and you know, oh, they don't, break away. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't um, fucking do this. Ryan's question: You're all killed. In a ship crash over a 40k battlefield. Are you However, fucking threatening me, Ryan? Your souls, yes, definitely. Oh, your nice. souls, through warp fuckery and what such, are able to inhabit a vehicle in the form of its machine spirit. What 40k vehicle would your soul naturally oh, possess? Oh, shit. Based okay. on your personality. Okay, what 40k vehicle? I was immediately going to say Pedro Pascal's bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it has to be specifically 40K. the seat of his bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that is that is what you're implying, surely? No. I'm, okay. I'm anyway, going to answer the question. I just want him to ride me like an actual pony. Okay. And then he could feed me carrots! Like, he could tenderly feed me a handful of, like, sugared oats. And then he could brush my hair. I don't think he feeds like... to his bicycle. To I, 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 no, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a horse bike now. I, I like that you, qualified, is, my... uh, that you qualified actual, just literal horse shit, because otherwise that would have been a bit, uh, maybe a bit over the line. No. No. Okay. I, I do play up. For comic like comedic stuff, but this is a person we're talking about. Yeah. But I do want him to like wash my mane and like put my <laughs> shoes on, like nail them to my feet, nail my boots on, and then feed me sugared oats by yeah. hand as he strokes my mane in the wind with the cowboy hat slightly askew and a strip of hay in his mouth. He's just staring off into the sunset, thinking. I feel like they weren't expecting this answer. <laughs> I, I think everyone expected no. this answer yeah, because I mean, also, I'm also answering true. the question. <laughs> yes, and you, you managed to spend minutes not answering it. Okay, 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 honey. Honey, okay. 
I can answer the question. No one cares. Squatland train. <laughs> yes. I would be a either a oh god, what are they called? The fucking angry scream box, the chaos dreadnoughts. Shit. The hellbrute. I would either be a hellbrute. Well, they don't have a machine spirit. Oh shit! Sure, um, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, we're 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 we extrapolating from that because, like, neither do grotman vehicles, right? Yeah. True, true, but but like, but but the thing, but they have like a, they have a dead person inside them, so I think that do, I feel that does take me. <sighs> away from that okay, one. I'd be crazy pants off, dance off his chair, Karamazov's chair. That's what I said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I wouldn't because I don't want an old man sitting on me unless it's Pedro Pascal. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, you fell right into that one, honey. <laughs> I don't think it's really fell into it. It's that you were going to squeeze it into that gap regardless of the distance. Yeah. Hmm. Well. Um, I don't know. Because, like, like, the machine spirit kind of, like, really fucks it up. Because I'm like, I'd be a fucking... I'd be a jump pack. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be clinging onto some poor Marine and just screaming and th- heaving him around. You know, I'm actually trying I mean, to think, do... I, I've never seen it mentioned, but do, do Dreadnought... Does Dreadnought armor actually have a machine spirit? Like, do they consider... Like, obviously everything has the machine spirit, but there's machine spirits and there's machine spirits. Um, I would be a Land Raider Redeemer, because I like fire, uh, mm-hmm. but I would belong to, like... The Space Wolf, so they would give me a big, juicy set of steaks. Yeah, no, that every like out. Yeah. couple of weeks, and then I'd get, I'd, I'd get into a fight, and then I just drive off on my own and just hit people with my fucking loading door. <laughs> I, I'm just imagining you uh, opening, <laughs> closing <laughs> <up> <laughs> the door, like eating the steaks, like, <laughs> and they're like, "Is that even doing anything?" And they're like, "No, it just likes to do it." And I'm like, <laughs> and then I just start flamethrowing shit in the sky, and that then that's how they know I, I was, I was pleased with the offering. Sorry, I'm really having a... I'm, I'm sitting here, like, while you're talking, I'm like, because I know that knights have a machine spirit, <laughs> and, and like, titans Would you be do. a knight? Say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm avoiding these issues, but I'm, I'm treating the first half of the question as the, like, fluff, and then the crunch is the, like, specific... It's just, what 40k vehicle would you would you be? Yeah. So I I'm, think, I'm avoiding this, this, te- this, this technicality. I think Wib would be a Warhound Titan, because he likes them a lot. I, I'm still. I'm still going to go. I'm still going to go with Squatland Train. Okay, because yeah. it's oh, it's obsolete, very wow. si- like very silly. Okay, and um, it's a train. Uh, when I, I was a train, I was a good train. Yeah, fair. Yep. Be a drama mat. Just name a forty um, k vehicle that you want to be. Like, well, are jet bikes vehicles, or are they bikes? Yes. Oh, no. Yeah. So can I be a jet bike so I can, like, fuck off really quickly? Okay. Okay. Because I feel like that would probably be what I want to do. You, you want to run away from me trying to eat you. I'm a hungry boy. Okay. Six foot alligator. Oh, wow. Is Gavrilo Frostgrave a oh. name that, that conveys a sense of power? Yes, yeah. Thanks for your yeah. question. <laughs> uh, the, the follow-up question, um, bit peeking behind the scenes here. What day do questions have to be in by to feature in that month's podcast? That's an <laughs> excellent <laughs> question. I'm, I'm u- using that to peek behind the scenes. So I want to say thanks to everyone for not minding my um, auto out of office reply thing because it meant that doing the going through the questions was like infinitely less stressful for me. 
knowing yeah. I, I still read them all I just aren't doing a personal reply yeah. to everyone anymore Basically, and that apparently took away all of the stress of doing the questions so no, no, thank you everyone that's really cool <laughs> but yeah um, just to basically any time if it, because Drama Matt did this really selfish thing and has like a baby who's amazing and yeah. adorable and stuff and and then, like, a weird thing about babies is that they need a massive amount of attention. So it's basically whenever whenever Drummer Butt is free. So at the point, <laughs> at, at the moment now, it's just up in the air. And if you have asked a question that hasn't already been asked by yeah, somebody usually... demonstrably first, then we'll answer your question. The short answer is, is that as we've gone to it monthly, uh, monthly, it's at some point in the first half of the month. Usually. You don't ask what day because we I'll, don't know. Yeah, I'll typically message you when I realise it's the start of a month, which can be anywhere between the first and the eighth, apparently, of the month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and be like, oh, oh yeah, it's the start of the month. Should we do a podcast? And then we're like, yep. I mean, we couldn't have done it any sooner because Snipe's voice wouldn't have held out. Yeah, well, exactly, I barely yeah. managed streaming like the but, other yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, typically around a week into the month. But I mean, yeah. if you email at any point, it will just. It's not like I don't read ones that I haven't that haven't come in in the last week or something. So yeah, if you if you send it's not one like there's in, an order delete or anything. Yeah, if you send one in the day after we record, but like the day before it goes live, yeah. then that question yeah. will just be answered in the next one. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Hockey dokey, calamity cars. Hey, Fa- yes. favorite cheese is Spanish sheep's. It says curated here. That might be a typo for me. Could be cured cheese. But Spanish sheep's cured cheese or curated cheese. It's nice. strong, firm and tasty, apparently. Yeah, just I like think me. I've had specifically Spanish sheep cheese. I haven't either. Sheep, I'm sheep have cheese is good. That. I've never had any cheese that hasn't been from a cow. You must have had goat I've, cheese. I've, I've, I've had I, I assume you hate goat cheese. It feels like, I feel like that's something that you'd hate. Really? Yeah, it yeah. does have... That, that is the type of food where you would have unreasonably strong opinions mm. about. Why, yeah, absolutely. Why, why do you feel that? How do you feel about avocados? I want to kill... <laughs> I want to create... I want to genocide avocados. They are disgusting and should be literally wiped out from food. Like, the, from the food gene pool because they are so fucking repugnant. How, and do, you yes, feel, how do you feel about banana bread? I hate it more than um, <laughs> the intensity of a thousand suns. But not, yeah. not let, but still less than avocado. Okay, uh, this this is why. Okay, so yeah, I yeah. hate two foods. Yeah, but the, the... okay, so I hate three <laughs> foods. When you 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 tend to hate foods with like such a passion, and sometimes Soup? it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I hate four foods, but I have been eating soup. But it's the chunkiest soup I could fucking buy. Okay, it's stew, not not soup. Excellent. That what makes me line? feel a lot better. What line does a stew become Shut a Shut the fuck up oh, and continue. I mean. No. 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 I, okay, so I hate four foods. I don't know why goat cheese would... Because it's right. subtly it different. Out. Because it's subtly different to an existing type of food you like, therefore you hate. This is, a, this is the type of thing that happens where you will... Like, we'll be talking about something and then... It'll be some food that we just like. Oh, it's just an innocuous food, and then you'll be like, "No, I I hate this to the point that I want to invent time travel, go back in time, and kill all humans." Um, and this, you know, y- you just have strong opinions about, it, and that well, for ha- some reason. Okay, so I have strong opinions about food I like that has adjacent similar types of food. Like, like let's say I love green olives. Yeah, my favorite olives are Spanish. Queen olives. How do you feel about black olives? Fucking hate them. Because they're not very nice. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, exterminate, mm. like, 
them from mm. from everything. I just don't like them because be, they're not as good as green olives. Be aware that, um, like, for whatever reason, and both Matt and I agree on this. Okay, so it cheese, must be true because two no, white guys no. have said so. <laughs> We're just saying that the energy, like, goat's cheese, has the right energy for a food that you would hate. I can't. I don't. Can you explain it? It just. It's just giving you a vibe that I would hate it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, Speaking it, yeah. of things that people, like it's consumables just... that people hate, I bought you some sarsaparilla. I told you not to. It was on sale. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> the look you okay. just gave me. I will, I will try the sarsaparilla. Are you um, going to try it on, on like, Mike? Because, you know, n- no. like with your hot, with your fucking, like, Hot takes on ketchup ice cream. Oh yeah, that was rough. Chocolate rough. ketchup ice cream. I uh, know that was that was a one time deal until I get bored and do it again. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. But yeah, it just it just has the vibe for it, and when you do hate a food, you hate it with a passion that is unrivaled. Okay. So we can't help but assume that if if you're gonna if something has the vibe, you'll hate it. That the way you'll hate it will be extreme. Okay, uh, listeners, if you're going to write a question in, also please let me know if you feel that goat's cheese gives off the vibe that I would, like, kill people because I hate it so much. Just just let me know. Yeah. Because I am very <laughs> curious. Because I don't know, it just feels plucked out of the air to me. Well, all I'll say is that two of the people that know you better than, you know, anyone else... Both agree on this vibe. Okay, I'm gonna message <laughs> my friend Violet and be like, hey. <laughs> this, "This this was not the point of the of the email. This was just okay. a pass, a, answering a question you mentioned in passing." Yes. Um, Calamity this- has an actual question. Yes. Do we have any game recommendations for chill out games or like construction games or that sort Stardew of thing? Stardew Valley. You want to lose a week? Stardew Valley. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything that's not the obvious that we haven't either talked uh, about Sims at length. Sims 4 is nice if you just like building houses, but yeah. I understand there's some heavy fucking caveats with that game. So <laughs> oh, many yeah. fucking bits of DLC, like paid DLC because it's just an EA fucking gold mine. Because, mm. um, yeah, yeah you have your obvious thing. Uh, Satisfactory. Yes, it's not really Slime a building Rancher. game though. No, but it's chill game or construction game. So like, oh, okay, okay. You, you can you can chill and play Slime Rancher. Mm. Uh I'd point I, you in the direction of the um, chilled out games YouTube channel because yes, every game that yeah. they recommend is is excellent and it's a very good channel. Uh, there it is have um, anywhere near as many subscribers as it should do. Yeah, I remember. I remember like looking at mm. them. Uh, there is uh, Satisfactory is pretty good and it's relatively chill. Um, so that's a thing. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think like cause outside the obvious ones because like a lot of the ones that I play to kind of chill out are either things that. Are not relaxing you at all. The Binding, Binding of Isaac. Of Isaac. Yeah. I, uh, see, I was like, oh, I think the long dark on like the hardest difficulty is no. That's yeah. a me thing. There's, there's there's relaxing games that are definitely like a personal thing. Like I, I used to play fucking Dark Souls like to chill out, you know. Yeah, but like like um, more traditionally, like you can just chill out and play. Um, yeah, I'd say Stardew Valley. Um, no, Sims. wrong. Uh, no, wrong. We're going back to uh, Minecraft. No, Minecraft yeah. is yeah. good too. Put it on peaceful, or you just want, want to build shit, go on creative, it's all good. They've added so much fucking stuff. <laughs> Play Minecraft and go, and go. I haven't played it for two years, what the fuck is all these things? Why is there bees? <laughs> yeah. I love them, the bees but why is... I know, that why they're all bees? trans. Why is bees? I love bees. Yeah, I'm trying to think, I haven't really played much of those kind of games for a while. No, like, I, t- like, I tend to have like a collection, like a handful mm. that I just cycle through. 
I mean, you used to play Banished a lot. I played Banished a lot. I but you played, played it like I played so it, heavily modded. I played it super modded, and it is. It, it, I would say it's up there with kind of like the Long Dark or Dark Souls, where you need to be very familiar with it to get in, like to get relaxed enjoyment out of it. Yeah, you need I to mean, have yeah. a system mm. in order to like. You need to really know that game before you can kind of mm. like relax with it. Unless your like, your idea of relaxing is just getting hit in the dick with a hammer, <laughs> in which case fucking fill your boots. Then play the Binding of Isaac like I do. Yeah. But yeah, drummer butt. What about you? Any idea? Um, yeah, like I, like I said, um, Slime Mantra is my first. Yeah, that that is a really good thing. suggestion. Mm. It's yeah. you can. I'm sure you can like optimize it and do things, or you can just chill out and look at the cute slims. Yeah, the the slims are very. I like the mm. kitty slims. Mm. They're my favorite. I like them a lot. But yeah, no good question. That's a cute question. I like yeah. That. Mm. Um, Sepulchrave grown. Hello. Name a bird you think is an excellent bird. <laughs> Any bird. <laughs> I've been on a real shoebill kick recently. He has. He has huh. been on a real shoebill. I, I love shoebills. They're and... stinky, but the thing is, they, they do this thing where they bow and they shake their head back and forth like they're saying no. And they do that to people because that's something <laughs> they do to each other to show kind of like, like to be friendly. Mm. And then they do it to like their caretakers as well. Yeah. And then the caretakers do it back. And it's really, really And cool. people think they're scary, but they're actually like super chill. The only problem is they're stinky. Yeah, they're a bit mm. stinky apparently. Yeah. But like they're the wild animals. So, you know. Yeah. Um, um, but they're, they're like, they are so chill that it is actually like a problem for them because they just let people come near them and just like, oh, hey. And then they get their fucking, they get necked. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> um, also, they make machine gun noises. Like when they, when they, uh, like one of their greeting noises is that they like rapidly like close their, open and close their bill. So it makes like kind of a rapid fire like machine gun noise. That's really cool. I'm <laughs> gonna, really you cool. know what? I'm going to start doing that in real life. Yeah, like, you're right, mate. Can I have a single into town? Well, that's that's a trill. That's that's a different thing. It's got you got to like you got to smash your teeth together. I I can't Ugh. do it on purpose. Well, I'm sorry. Then it's not a shoe bill thing. Shit. How am I supposed to appropriate their culture? <laughs> but yeah, no, shoe bill's great, and they're yeah. really cute. John, but what about you? What is a good bird for you? Well, I was going to name a specific bird. I don't know its name, but like, there's a specific cockatoo great. in um the. Oh, it's the koala sanctuary in Brisbane, or near oh Brisbane, God. Australia. It's this, yeah, this bird. I, I, so I I've think got fam- I have I've been got, there. I've got family over in Brisbane, so I went over there as like a teenager or whatever. Still remember, vaguely remember this bird, but not really. Went back as slightly a few years ago, slightly older. Went back there and I was like, I'm sure this bird could talk last time we were here. If this is the same bird. But we spent like um... good, a good 10, 15 minutes trying to get this bird to like talk at us. <laughs> And we were like, oh, maybe it doesn't, maybe it doesn't. I'm sure this is the same bird, but, you know, I don't know what, the, you know, like... It, Cockatoos live for, like, and 60 years. One. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know how old it was, so yeah, we finally yeah. gave up and we turned around and was like, okay, fine, bye, bird. And we, we were walking away and it went, bye-bye. And we were like, <laughs> yes, it does talk. <laughs> and it is the most excellent of birds. But it turned out it just said hello and bye, and that was what it said. Okay. <laughs> Okay, it's, it's an excellent bird. See, I'm Some sort of like yellow-topped cockatoo thing. I can't even remember. Oh, it's but a something crested. Cockatoo. Crested, yeah, yellow crested. It's something it like that. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, you see, I'm not going to say that particular cockatoo. I'm just going to say <laughs> cockatoos in general. Because, yeah, okay, yeah, fair. Because I have had so many people say that that bird matches my energy perfectly, <laughs> and then they send me gifts of like, there's, there's a picture of a lady sitting there, just like I don't know, she's like doing a crossword. And there's a cockatoo on her shoulder with a pen that is like moving it back and forth and just smacking her in the face repeatedly with it. 
And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty. That's me. I'm pretty sure I've done that to you. Yeah. Yeah. Also, a uh, shout out to Bearded Vultures. You're oh, just, they're medalists. Yeah, fucks. they're, they're just fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hockey Frankatron. Oh, 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 yeah. Go on. Uh, I would say cockatoo, but you say cockatoo. Yes, important bird content. I will say kookaburras. Oh yeah, because they're they're cool. super chubby and they eat so much. <laughs> yeah. Like there was there was one in the news that ate so many sausages it couldn't fly because it gained so much weight and was so fat. <laughs> I, and there was a picture of it and it literally looked like like the, it was. If you think of the the face for no regrets, that was the face <laughs> this kookaburra had. I, and they um, make the biggest loudest noise that I can now enjoy because I'm not getting woken up at four thirty in the fucking morning by it. It's fantastic. They're just big, fat kingfishers. I know, and I love them. They're, so, they're, they're just, they're just like, they've got such a like a, 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 a soft, fat face that's, yeah. that's got. They look. Oh, I love them. Yeah, that's probably are great. why you married me. They're great. <laughs> yeah, they are really cool. But yeah, sorry, carry very on. cute. I'm a big fan of okay. kookaburras. Next up, Frankatron. Hello, Frankatron. Frankatron. Hello. Um, Snipe, don't Google this yet because I've got this. I've got a um, image reference for this. Oh shit! Sure, okay. Uh, yeah. Did you know that there's a character in Legends of Arcadia that looks suspiciously like you? I, Is I'm, there? I'm, I'm going to um, send you um, a, a clip, which doesn't, aside from being green, looks. I, I can see it. Actually, yeah, I've had my hair like that a good few times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Maybe so I should get on. For those who can't say, the, the character is Callista, apparently, and yeah, looks uh, fair, and also voiced by Stephanie Beatriz. So I mean, that's <gasps> a really nice bonus. So I you love know. her. Yeah, Stephanie Beatriz is so good. Secondly, uh, in the last Mythan- Misanthropod, we mentioned having a band practice. Does that yep. mean some sort of comeback, comeback for Fighting Evil, or is it a new project, or are we just messing about? That I don't think even we've had that conversation, mate. <laughs> no, who knows? Various people have got various stuff going on. We do have a gig, so I mean, we're, oh we're yeah, at, at some point in October, which I don't I got... think is officially announced yet. But I mean, the crossover between people who listen to this and the pop, the crossover and the people who are going to like rat me out to last edition for announcing it. <laughs> JB conspiracy are playing. Oh That's really? Oh, cool. no, shit, yeah. no but on a different day to us, we're playing the Saturday and they're playing the Sunday. Oh, but yeah, we've right. got a gig in October in Leicester. If anyone's local, I guess possibly we'll, come down. We'll, we, we'll in theory, might be playing, it. but who knows? Ooh, <laughs> oh, yeah, we might be playing. Who knows? <laughs> so if we you can squeeze in the practice now. before, then we might be playing. But we signed up to it at least. We're on the poster. So yeah. I mean, do you remember that? that time that like um, uh, we got like email by a promoter? Oh no, we got like Facebooked by a promoter. Was like, hey, there's this gig that's happening like in a couple of months. Are you interested? And we just never applied because the venue was shit or something, and they treated us badly. And then, literally, like a week before the gig, they posted the photo and they put us on the fucking poster. And we were like, <laughs> I, I remember Dicko calling us, going, "Did we agree to that?" And all of us going, "No." We explicitly fucking <laughs> left them on red, and they've put us there anyway. So now we have to fucking play. That was fun. I can't remember. Was, I, can't, yeah. I can't remember. Did we play or did we? Or did we just go message oh, them and go like? No. Oh wait, no, no, no. We didn't. We messaged them and going. Um, we never actually confirmed, and I think they were really shitty with us. And you're like, we were like, this is literally why we don't want to play gigs with you. Yeah, I, I have only <laughs> half recollections of this. So I just remember being really angry. We were play, We were like, we did the, the band formed in like fucking like 2007 or something. So. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yes. So um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, watch this space. Um, Officially, fighting evil never ended. So you know. no, it, it, sort of, sort of, yeah. 
yeah. thing. Um, if you could put an army not from 40k into 40k, what would it be and why? Um, I don't know. I, I guess more like um, I, I'd be more interested in like um, the thematic elements of an army more than like just a straight this thing from this work of fiction to this work of fiction. Well, the thing is, like, it, that, that's a difficult question because 40k is stolen from so much other yeah. stuff <laughs> that um, if you could go like, oh, how about the fucking Starship Troop? No, they're literally just Imperial yeah. Guard. Like a thing that could be, you know, could be fun is like, you know, the um, the Star Wars Rebellion Ooh. as a thing. Ooh. So, you know, a ragtag group made up of multiple different uh, different people species people who are pro chaos but they're not pro imperial yeah um ooh i like that so that that kind of thing like um and uh, uh, you know uh, i think that's what i i'd be more interested in is like yeah. taking the thematic elements of a faction and mm. using them yeah I'm, st- I, I'm stealing that from yeah. you cuz i i've never been the the hugest fan of like crossover stuff like yeah. that um yeah are you kidding me i read a a music teacher au story the other day okay i regret it okay yeah well instead of this person being a contract killer they were a fucking violin teacher okay what was this a crossover for i can't remember was it a crossover or was it just an au i think i'm confused okay (laughs) it's okay no it was an au yeah sorry (laughs) it's okay (laughs) sorry i don't actually like crossovers but they're I think when they feel like they can, they could exist in the same universe. I'm like cool with it. So like, uh, like, like, uh, there's lots of crossovers within like um, Godzilla stuff where they were like, oh, we're gonna bring Mothra in, and that's more just uh, just adopting it into the the canon. I'm kind of okay with that when they feel like they could exist in the same yeah. same universe. Whereas when you know you have to like do a lot of like reworking of the things, I'm not the hugest fan of it yeah. generally. But there are exceptions. But no, I, I'm gonna steal your um, idea and just do do the thematic thing because not only is that a good idea, but it makes me sound clever okay. as well. So I'm hmm. gonna, yeah. And what would that be? What 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 faction would you like to see have a 40k equivalent? Mm, Star Wars. The whole of Star Wars. <laughs> mm. No, I just like the idea that there's like a rebellion that is literally, oh yeah, the the Imperium is imperialistic, is an imperialistic hellscape and chaos is like, no, is bad. So let's just have an actual like good faction, you know, like what the Tau were kind of being shaped up to be until we learn. <laughs> so yeah. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but any any other things apart from um, the, the the rebellion? I cannot think about anything. Okay. I can't think about anything else, so yeah. Fair. I'm going to... I'm not sure if this is how I typed the question or whether how, if this was how it was asked, but it specifically says an army not from 40k into 40k, so I want Space Gaven. Yes, that's good. a really good idea. Because officially the Hrud aren't, no, um, aren't Space Gaven no. uh, at this point. Mm. Um, yeah, legit. Um, I would really, really like to see them. So many of the models you could keep the same, like yeah. basically. But you just, I just want like decent forty k rules for them. I would. Basically. I just want a Skaven with a jump pack. Yeah, that would I be mean, amazing. I mean, the yeah, thing is, there you, is could nothing... very, you could very easily do it, but you know, yeah, you could use. Um, I guess like orc rules would probably be a good. Well, base I mean, for I was them. gonna say they are yeah. very goblin-y. because they're very yeah. um, like. As far as my understanding goes, the Skaven rules, because I've, I've not played anywhere near enough um, Warhammer Fantasy of any stripe to be able to, like, authoritatively, like, talk about this. But 
Um, Skaven are kind of like 40k orcs in that there's a lot of randomness and blowing themselves up, which fantasy orcs don't necessarily have. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in some ways, they're kind of a better parallel for each other than yeah. the orcs of both. Yeah, no, that, that's a really good answer. Yeah. Right, three questions left, and I've just noticed the time, so let's okay. power through relatively quickly. Yeah, yeah sounds good. Mikkel, what's Hello. your favourite Discworld novel and why? Uh, the Nightwatch. Yeah, Nightwatch. Nightwatch is fan fucking fantastic. Yeah. I love. Yeah, I, th- um, I I like magic settings and stuff like that is cool. Um, but I prefer the kind of more like gritty boots on the ground kind of thing. Like the more kind of like, because let's be honest, um, Vimes is he's a it's a fucking detective story, like a fucking like you know, um, a, a pavement beating like detective story, and I love that. Uh, like the standard Discworld stuff's really cool as well, but the magic is just—it's something I'm not massively into. The same oh, reason where, like, I like Star Wars a lot. The Mandalorian is my favorite because it's again, it's boots on the ground, fucking like you know, gunslinging shit. I really like that. So. I, I I do th- I, my my favorite set of things from, um, and I just love Vimes so much. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah, Vimes is one of my favorite characters He's in all of fiction. Yeah. Um, the the Watch books in general are just really fucking strong, and Night Watch is the the best and. <laughs> All of the witch ones are good. I seem to remember really liking Carpe Jugulum. Mm. Um, yeah. That's, that's a real good one. Um, and the, the sort of the, the last run of, a run of like the, the last new, like, I get, because there's like settings within uh, the Discord where they do, so there's the witch books, there's the wizard books, there's, um, you know, the, the watch books, and then there's like the random ones, but there's a few that have like a few little ones where they have a handful of books, like the Moist von Litvig books, um, uh, you know, they're, they're a whole thing as well. But yeah, I, I'd say I'd say Nightwatch. Also, um, uh, those books are great and they are all about understanding your fellow fucking man. Uh, gender critical fuckers. Uh, mm-hmm. anyone trying you do to... not own those books. Fuck you. No. Yeah. No, Pratchett like, was really cool about that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Pratchett, uh, reading Pratchett, um, I would say is one of the reasons why... I am the person that I am today and that I was able to get a grip on... Like, obviously, he was a cis guy writing about lots of different issues that weren't necessarily... Of course, it's not going to be it's perfect. Not, you know, it, it's not going to be a perfect thing, but I will say that having uh, the themes of um, of gender and race explored within those books in the way that they did meant that I was more well-equipped to come into these subjects as an adult in a, a more open-minded and thoughtful way. And, they are um, brilliant, brilliant books, especially for developing minds. If you think he was, if you think he would be on board with transphobia, then you either haven't read the books or you are a brazen, callous liar. Which you know, people who listen to us aren't. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that just legit pisses me no, off. No, no, no. I uh, understand. Yeah. Fuck turfs. Fuck those people. They're yeah. disgusting. But yeah, drama. But what about you? You because you basically See, I can, you've been working your way through Wibs. Yeah, I can. I can never decide if I prefer the the Witchers or the City Watch books. But I think I'm. I'm probably sway. If I had to pick a favorite, I'd probably go Witchers. And then going through them, possibly Witchers Abroad. I Witches really Abroad is good. Hmm. Yeah, but I think possibly only I own my answer might change when I get to Nightwatch because I haven't actually got to it's the book Nightwatch yet. Great. Oh yeah, so, I, ha- I, I haven't started lending you just handfuls of hardbacks, no. have I? No, <laughs> not yet. So yeah. <laughs> Although, look, reminding myself, I'm just going through the list of them just to sort of 
be like, oh, what would be my favourite? I've just realised that Carpe Drugulum is the last of the Witcher's books. There is no more to read, which oh. is really sad for me. Oh, dude. Yeah, well, there's plenty more watch books, though, so that's mm. good. Yeah. Uh, um, there is... Uh, it's funny, when I was when I was younger, my favourite ones were all the Rincewind books, but as I've gone yeah, on, I'm yeah, just a bit yeah, less, like... Of, yeah, it's... And don't yeah. worry, I know that I know we're really low on time, but also Discworld started to be talked Dis- about, and I don't yeah, have to talk about know, Discworld very often. No, this is yeah. true, this is true. It's my most favouritest Dis- books. I know. I know Discworld is wonderful. And I'm really excited that last time I was I was up seeing you guys, I I've forgot to bring some to swap for the new ones because I haven't read, <laughs> means I haven't read I've not read anything but them for ages now I'm to find like all other trash books that I, I, I found that <laughs> when I was reading Discworld books um, the moment I picked up a different book it just ruined me and I was like these just aren't Discworld books <laughs> they're not as yeah. good they're not as fun they're not as silly they're not as emotionally fucking like you know but yeah 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 okay next up Murray First, Hello. does Snipe know that when they put Solid Snake in Smash Bros, they made a fully voiced codec? codec? They did, and I... I, I Conversation played... with against all potential components. Yep, uh, they did, uh, because they, it was MGS2 Snake, but they gave him basically MGS3 topic lines. So, like, um, if you were fighting Yoshi, he would phone up like on his codec and be like, so what would a Yoshi taste like? And because we've got that, for like your twenty first birthday, <laughs> Aracon Samus took her clothes off. I think I could catch her if I took all my clothes off. <laughs> Snake, stop! Yeah, I just yeah, I, I, I sat I, down and, and did. We them sat all there for you. and we listened yeah. to all of them. And yes, I did know. <laughs> Thank you very much, though, for thinking of me. I appreciate it. They're great. There's okay. some great lines. It's fantastic in there, yeah. fucking lines. Yes, you know that if um you play MGS One on a mono TV. You call up the colonel, and he he basically like makes fun of you for not have owning a stereo TV in 1998, and it's just like fuck you, Kojima. <laughs> also, um, you uh, there's a codex call you can you can do in MGS2 in the tanker mission while you're playing as Snake. If you phone up while first person looking at a sexy girl poster, it's basically you call Otacon up just after Snake's had a big cum. And um, oh. he's like, yeah, and Otacon's like, Snake, for Christ's sake, can you not jerk off for, like, one hour? <laughs> and then, because also during the MGS2 um, codex, if you press R2, it gives you, like, a little sound file of what the character you're playing as is thinking mm. about the current topic, which can give you interesting... <laughs> his snake, thing. like, shit, rumbled. No, no, no. You, like, because he's, like, his fucking, like, MG, his little portrait is panting. <laughs> so he's, like, coming down. <laughs> you know, he's, like, you know, he's just finished a cigarette. He's, like, oh, I needed that. And you, if you, like, if you, like, press right trigger to see what he's thinking, he just goes, you were watching? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I hope I've taught you a little something about Metal Gear as well. But this, thank you very much for thinking of me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and their question. Okay, I no- I noticed, and and me, drummer Matt, checked this out. This is this is a thing. Mm-hmm. I noticed that online greeting card sellers Moonpig now have a forty k range. They do, I'm and sorry. they are ridiculous. Slogans <laughs> include "Wag Adam, it's your birthday," <laughs> and other equal amazing things. Oh um, they are basically they're all shite. Can we come up with some better Warhammer greeting card slogans? Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> okay. Uh, You're my Makari. <laughs> oh god! Wow! I'm sorry about your grandma dying. 
<laughs> Lucius may be eternal, but your grandma isn't. <laughs> I don't know why, why, why that's where we're going. Um, Is your pregnancy from one of the Chaos Gods? Because just as planned. Oh come on, that was brilliant! It really wasn't. I think that, that one needs a bit of workshopping. Okay, think, you know what? I think, I think yeah. it's better than "Wow, Adam, it's your birthday." <laughs> oh yeah, Adam. the actual ones are so fucking weird. I've not. Like yeah. they're so they're so designed by someone who was given like a bunch of keywords and told to like come up with like it, but has never played forty k. Mm. Yeah. They're really I, they're, they're quite interesting to look at. I, don't I do really... really like Lucius yeah. maybe eternal, but your grandma isn't or wasn't. <laughs> Sorry, I guess. <laughs> wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear um, me. There'll be a lot of like eighteen birthday cards that are all about like fucking Slanash and stuff. Mm. It's like, oh the Prince of Excess demands that you get drunk on your birthday. Uh, what we need is those kind of like you know those really tedious cards that people buy you when you turn eighteen and twenty one that are all about drinking. Drunk. Like they're just like, don't get too drunk and you're like, I I, I especially like a twenty one. Was I even drinking when I was twenty one? I don't think I was. No. And I was still uh, getting cards I, about it. My auntie, God rest her soul, no. No, in fact don't. Make her make her soul as angry as possible. Um, she's still alive. I just want her to be fucking yeah. miserable. Um, she, like, from the age of 10 to 17, every single card she got me was about drinking. And then every single thing was like, to my name, don't get too drunk. And then, like, the moment I turned 18, it was all like, to a special niece. Happy birthday. You see that? And I'm like, so now that I can legally drink, you just not making hmm. a joke. What? They, they were just big into illegal drinking. Well, to be fair, her and my other auntie, yeah. like, they literally, like, at the age of 60, would go sit in the local park and just Jack Daniels between each other. And the only reason my mother didn't go is because my father wouldn't let her. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a thing. Yeah. Um... But, but yeah, yeah, I they, think we I think we've come up with a lot of yeah. way better uh, ones because Jesus Christ. Have, have you got any ideas there, there, Matthew? Oh, I don't know. Sorry, you lost your job. It's for the greater good or something. I don't know. <laughs> Deepest sympathy. Yeah. What? Yeah. I I think it is fitting that if all the forty k cards were upsetting, yeah, um, they'd, they'd have, yeah, they'd have. To they be. need to be all miserable. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. I oh, it's like sorry, it was sorry uh, for your loss. The flesh is weak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. Um, very last question. Okay. Ryderick. Hello. They, they put a thing of how to pronounce it last time and didn't this time. I've forgotten. So apologies. Hello. Um, question for Wib. Do oh, you I know of Spice Eight Rack? He's a Magic the Gathering YouTuber. But Spice Eight Rack is it like eight track? As in like? Uh, no, I I don't know if I've typoed eight. Spice the number eight and then Rack R A C K. But okay. he's a Magic the Gathering YouTuber, but apparently he's unabashedly leftist and loves goblins, so they thought you might get on. Oh, uh, I that that sounds fun. I, I Unfortunately, I have this um, thing, which is where at the moment anyone starts talking about Magic the Gathering, um, my mind goes blank, and then I wake up like an hour later. 
Yeah, it's um, very upsetting when someone who would probably fall very deep down that rabbit hole if I had people to play with. So, yeah, I don't know. So thank you, but also, oh. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's like, it's not a judgment on the game itself because I have played it and I'm like, yeah, this is this plays like games I do like. I mean, I do, um, every time I hear about the competitive scene, I, I, that, I, I just, oh God, I don't even want to talk about it. Um, but like, um, there's just something about it that I just, it doesn't get its hooks in me for whatever reason. So you can tell, so people go, oh, you know, there's like fucking like, oh, there's, there's Warhammer cards or there's Godzilla cards. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah, I, I, I really like magic. I know this isn't the point of the question. I really like, I like, I love that it's sort of like programming. Oh, no, it is like, like you put cards on like a stack and they have to interact in a certain order. But it is like programming. I learned the other day, Magic the Gathering is Turing complete. As in like, it's a legit, you could use it to code any computer program. Okay. It's not efficient, and it would take you know the length of the universe to run anything sensible or anything. <laughs> but it is Turing complete, and you can set because there's so many cards that interact in so many different ways because it's been going on for fucking ages. <laughs> you can like, in theory, convert any written program into Magic: The Gathering cards, and then like run a computer program on it. Interesting. It is the most bizarre thing I've learned, and I'm like, was that really? And it, obviously, you wouldn't, you couldn't really, because it would take forever to do it. It's not it's not a computer it's you moving cards and doing the rules but you can like do what <laughs> it is very weird very strange yeah no it's, but, i don't know i don't know why i i really don't know because i should like it but i just i don't and i i just have zero interest in it but i'm also glad i don't because i know how expensive <laughs> it gets so it's like yeah. it's a thing that i'm not into and i'm glad i'm not into but not out of any malice to the game whatsoever hmm um, but yeah, that is all the questions. Cool. Thank you very much for your questions. Be sure to tell me if you think I give off vibes that I would hate goat's cheese. Mm. And um, also let let us know if you can tell that Snipes throat has started yes. dying in the last couple of minutes. Yeah, send best best wishes to Snipes throat because so we're going to wrap up soon. Broken. And See, by soon, I, I, I mean now. I need to go get fed some honeyed oats by Pedro Pascal, who that... has actually messaged me on Instagram again. Yeah, I feel, actually him. Yeah. I feel bad for the man because he like he's been banned from Instagram like thirty times just messaging me. Yeah, all these people with variants of Pedro Pascal's name messaging yeah, you. Yeah, and the, he's uh, like, and, hey, and it's, it's got to be the same person because otherwise it'd be a really weird showing of that. There's a weird predatory underbelly to people on Instagram. Yeah, it's like they they go out in search of these people to to get nudes from them uh then to blackmail them and stuff and it's like wow that's why i talk to them for as long as i can and make things as complicated as i can so they get bored and they're not harassing people who are younger and maybe a lot more naive than i am but this time you were talking to pedro but pascal this time in it's flesh. actually yeah. pedro pascal yeah definitely <laughs> okay i very quickly i was going to post this on twitter and i probably still will there was this one person the la- the not not the one who's just messaged me but the last person pretending to be pedro pascal who um was like oh yeah I, like i i kept i kept them going for quite a while like we were chatting for a couple of days and and right. he he sent me cuz i'm going to assume it's a guy because I'm an ass. And they sent me, um, I was like, oh, could you send me a picture of yourself, Pedro, please? Because I'm scared that someone's going to steal my nudes. Because the last, I got messaged by someone who was claiming to be you, and I sent them all my sexy nudes. 
and they were like, uh, you send a picture first to make sure that I, because like, you know, make sure that you aren't a faking liar person. Um, and you know, who keeps getting my accounts banned. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I sent him a really close up picture of me gurning. And he was like, well, I'm going to report you. Say bye to your account. I'm like, no, Pedro, please don't leave me puppy. Please, Pedro, no. And I finally got like, I was like, okay. So I sent them like a new picture that I hadn't uploaded to Instagram. And they were like, hmm, okay, so you are real. I was like, could you send me a picture of yourself, please, Pedro? And they sent me a picture of Pedro Pascal on like a voice call. And then they accidentally sent me the uncropped picture that they'd taken a print screen off from Instagram. <laughs> And I was like, Pedro, Pedro, what was that? And he was like, oh, no, I'm being hacked again. And I was like, Pedro, I'm so afraid. What if they hack me? And he's like, no, I'll keep you safe. I won't let them. And I'm like, how could you say that? They're hacking your account right now. And I, I wasted this person's time so much. It was You could tell they were getting really mad at me, but they couldn't be super mad at me. Because then I wouldn't send them nudes or talk to them on WhatsApp. Because <laughs> then I was like, he was like, oh yeah, uh, add me. So I was like, okay. Um, and I put in some stupid ass fucking name. I was like, okay, here's here's my WhatsApp. And they were like, you're not showing up. And I was like, that's weird. Or maybe it's because the email address I gave you is fake. Just like you, bitch. And yeah, their account's been deleted. Yeah. But yeah, that was a fun few days of just chatting <laughs> shit with. Yeah, but this time it's the real Pedro. Definitely, definitely, it real. is. Yeah. yeah, this time, this time it's for real. I like how we're going to wrap up because of your throat, and then you just, <laughs> you're like, "No, I have to talk about Pedro Pascal." <laughs> and on that note, gentle, gentle listeners, we love you. You are good. Don't forget to stay hydrated and take your meds and eat meals. And we shall talk to you, talk at you. Uh, next month okay we love you bye bye goodbye <laughs> bye